Value Town is a production of ChamMV TV. Find out all show information and details at ChamMV.tv. Value Town is directly supported by listeners like yourself via patreon.com slash valuetown. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Value Town. I'm Jam Man V, and today we've got our special guests, our old friends, Jackie and Allie back, joining me and Gara. What's up, guys? Hello! It's nice to be back. Yes, Yeah, yes. it's been great. Great to be back. Yeah. How long has it been now? Has it been two months already? Has it been about that long since the last time you've been on? Well, I think it's been longer. Has yeah, it? I think oh, like three, three months. Oh, my three gosh. Three it's April. Man, I think it was December or January that was the last one. Yeah. That's been a while. Time totally flies, but we picked a great one to have you guys back. Given that we yes. <laughs> day before expansion, sixty-five cards to to talk about, and um, of course we're not going to be able to talk about all sixty-five guys. So it's not going to be a three-hour show. You know, you guys uh, don't expect that. Try to group them as as well as we can. We'll definitely be seeing sixty-five cards. But I don't know if we'll be you know kind of going over it like crazy. Um, but yeah, you guys. Excited, everybody! Like, what have you guys been doing, or or, or what have you, yeah, what have you guys been doing in preparation for tomorrow? I've been theory crafting a little bit here, mm-hmm. um, trying to think of decks to play for the Invitational, and just kind of going over um, all the new cards. Pretty excited. Yeah, you you yeah, got an pretty similar. I've been doing lots of kind of theory crafting, trying to work out what decks could be good, what cards could be good, um, but also kind of reminiscing about the cards that are rotating out. Yeah. Um, today I had a uh, York appreciation stream uh, to say <laughs> say goodbye to our meme lord and savior. Yeah. I did too. I did too. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I, I, love it. I was playing mage and I decided to put Yogg in there and then I was like, let's honor him on this last day. Yeah, that's this is when we I really show Razzle love. <laughs> what is that, Gara? I played Razaka's Priest. Razaka's <laughs> Priest? <laughs> Well, okay. Well, okay. Like priest appreciation stream. Uh, the the buffed no, no. or the, like the nerfed uh, Raza <laughs> appreciation stream. Okay, that's good. Uh, I didn't give thanks to any. Well, maybe I get played a little bit of Barnes recently, but I'm not sure if I'm trying to give appreciation to Barnes or not. Yeah. But um, I, 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 Barnes does not deserve any appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> Number one most excited to He's leave would be Barnes. Uh, get him out of there. Okay, get, get out of here. Exactly. It's got to be the number one hate. Actually, in fact, I think it was number one in Streamer Showdown when we had the question for Twitch Chat says the mo- the card you're you can't, you're most excited about rotating. It was oh, Mars. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was definitely Mars. So, I'm not surprised. Yeah, lots of people feel that way. Um, well, we've got uh, some, like, definitely Ali. You're going to be part of this invitational that they announced, which. Uh, uh, I guess Blizzard's hosting this v- first event of the expansion, and it has eight people in it, you included. So, uh, yeah, give us a lid on that. Yeah, so that'll be on Friday, starting at 9 in the morning. Yeah. Uh, we are required to add eight new cards uh, into any kind of deck. Uh, there can be duplicates, so you can have two copies of four. And basically... Whenever you win in the beginning rounds, that mm-hmm. counts as a ban for the final. Yeah, that's uh, cool. That's interesting. Rounds. Mm-hmm. And then I guess it's up to the teams to decide who plays the the final round. So we'll yeah. see. Okay, so it's like it's like NA versus EU type of thing, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Basically. 
cool. He's going to win. Savine's in there. He's not really an Ava guy. That's true. That's true. Yeah. He lives in the U.S., right? That counts now. I guess the other guys don't live, right? I feel like Orange (laughs) almost lives in the U.S. these days. But, um, yeah, that should be exciting. It's going to be crazy to come up. A lot of these guys come up with uh, interesting decks, or at least dogs, you know, known for day one all the time. I feel like dog the last maybe two, and Jackie, you too. Like, I feel like some decks have been really really powerful like rank one legend type of powerful after the first day or two from from you guys so can't wait to see how that affects this kind of competition too um but all right that's yeah. that's cool that blizzard's uh you know starting this kind of uh invitational i think is toast still doing his thing over the weekend i don't i, I thought toast was planning something too but um oh, maybe not like a private yeah, um, well, I, some type of, I thought he was doing some kind of invitation. Maybe maybe that never came into fruition, but I remember he was... I thought so, too. Yeah, there was some kind of stream where he was planning it. Um, anyways, it's going to be fun. Definitely going to be great to see. Um, oh, one thing I, I wanted to make sure we do before we start is, like, um, just mention that we are sponsored by Dollar Shave Club today. So if you guys are looking for razors or sick of tired of going to the store, having to buy it all the time, you know, Dollar Shave Club is definitely going to be the thing for you and we'll talk a little bit more about it uh later in the show um but uh, another thing too that we found out uh this week was uh we obviously saw all the the cards that ben and day nine uh ended up showing which was a hilarious stream (laughs) that was like super entertaining those two guys together um but we we found out that there's a borrow your friends deck now so which is did you see that you guys that right what do you guys think of that pretty cool Something you guys have been looking for? Or your your I actually viewers did not been? see this. No. Oh yeah, there's this what whole is this? concept. Yeah, you can share. Yeah, it's really cool. So if yeah. you um, if you challenge your friend, you can actually like use their deck, um, instead of your own, which is obviously really good for people who kind of don't have access to all the cards. Mm-hmm. Um, they can instead use their friend's deck, and um, allows them to play a lot of the cards that they don't have access to. That's wicked. That's so cool. Yeah, it's great for people. You know, just, or you trying to get your friends to start playing Hearthstone? You know, like there's playing from a starter deck. You can't really play against people with starter decks these days. No. So uh, really, really cool feature and very unexpected too. Like I, I don't think anybody expected this feature. So really, really nice that it got announced and and we're gonna get a chance to see it uh, tomorrow. I don't think it's out yet, right? It, it comes out tomorrow, uh, even though the patch is actually I think on all of our clients right now. Um, It'll, it'll definitely be great to see that. Uh, another thing too um, is what was I gonna? Oh, oh, one other thing too in terms of just the um, release tomorrow is that the the monster hunt will not be available on uh, just the, during the release. So I think it's gonna be another two weeks, which is like the dungeon run, you know, um, witchwood dungeon run kind of thing. So um, yeah, that that's gonna come out in another two weeks, and we'll we'll get a chance to kind of experience that a little bit separately. But uh, new hero is going to be out too. You guys excited to get Lunara? Yeah. No, but everyone gets cool. If you win ten standard ranked or casual games, so I'm <laughs> going to do that somehow. Yeah, I, I would imagine you you could do that really quickly. After <laughs> <laughs> week. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, you'll be there. Okay, after like you know one hour probably. Um, so that's going to be there for everybody. Also, make sure you get. Uh, this yeah, this is the last day that you can purchase the um, the fifty dollars seventy pack thing. So make sure you get that in there so, so you can get those extra twenty packs. Um, Just such a good deal. Yeah, such a good deal. We should. Is that all- the first time that they've done this? I think so. Right. 
Uh, they, 50 think, for 70? Yeah, 50 for 70 for sure. Did they do 50 for 60 last time? They might have done 60 last Maybe. time. Maybe. It used to be so. just 50 for 50 before, but... Yeah, it's usually 50. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, get bonus 20 packs. And we've been getting packs from the quest, so... Uh, yeah, lots of free stuff recently. It's going to be good, for sure. Okay, um, should we just get started with some of these cards? Yeah, it's Sound so good? Dive straight in. Yes, yeah, dive straight in. Gar's been, like, super excited, guys, so... <laughs> we're, 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 we better just hurry up and get it <laughs> before he explodes Ready. here. Before he yeah. <laughs> Alright, so what I did, broke them down to classes like we did last week, uh, but instead of going one at a time... I figured we would just kind of show them all at once because we can kind of get some synergy together, you know, just like just seeing how some of these cards synergize together and not to mention it's just more efficient time-wise. <laughs> so so uh, why don't we look at mage cards first here and um, yeah, uh, anybody want to start with a card that they really, really like and we'll just kind of like pick and choose from these. I mean, I can start. Okay, go for okay. it. A card that is super good is uh, the Bonfire Elemental Mage because 5 mana 5-5 five, five draw a card is yeah. super ultra mega powerful. Um, this yeah. seems to be the most powerful card from these cards. Uh, there's a lot of question marks about the other cards that are also powerful. Like the book is very powerful, but what kind of deck you want to play it in? It is kind of like a big spell mage card, but it's bad for big spell mage um, <laughs> yeah. because it's a spell. And you want to play it in it, it's good for spiteful mage because you know it you have a lot of monsters, but again, it's a cheap spell and you don't want to play a cheap spell, so it's a weird card. It's like a card in a weird spot, I would say. You could play this in elemental mage, but in elemental mage, you want to play minions in curve, and with this new five drop, you should not run out of cards ever. Uh, so, again, a bit weird. I just don't see the place for such a card mm -hmm. in the meta. Okay, so you're talking uh, about just, like, Book of Spectres not having a place? Yeah, it's it's just, I don't see this deck just yet. It just doesn't make sense. It's like a card for decks that does, don't want to play a two-mana spell. Okay. And yeah, it's just weird. It, also, like, this two-drop that is kind of pushing a minion mage, and we really haven't... I think the cheap spells are, like, the strong suit of mage in general, like the Promoted Glyphs, the Frostballs, the Fireballs, like, spells in general. You don't really want to play a minion-based Zoish mage, but I think that, you know, yeah. out of these new cards, like Elemental Mage might be stronger, definitely, and like a spiteful Zoish kind of mage. Okay, so Elemental Mage, all right, who else, uh, who else likes Elemental Mage right now? I do. Yeah, I, I could see it potentially being a thing, but I don't know why you wouldn't. I, I think if I was playing Elemental Mage, I think I would play... Uh, Archmage of Rugal and Book of Spectres in it because, yeah, yeah. um, I mean, maybe because you have kind of lots of card draw going on there, you could even have like a lower curve and have more cheap and early game things. Um, whether Elemental Mage would actually be good, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, I think some kind of mage with the, with the Death Knight is so good, so definitely a possibility for it. Yeah, I mean, Elemental just... Mage doesn't lose much, right? I, I like, does it lose? No, not much at all. No, right? Okay. I mean, yeah, I think, um, the landscape for mage is just changing in general because of ice block rotating out. Um, so, Gary, you were saying, like, you know, generally its power has been the spells, the frost bolts, and the fireballs, and everything. But I think that mage is just changing. Like, obviously, those cards are still going to be strong. And so, I don't know. I think two mana drawing three cards, like, 
I think you can run this in an elemental uh, mage deck with spells. Like, not, maybe not as many as, as the past, but I, I don't think it'll be that detrimental um, to run some kind of a spell pool with this card. And uh, I think, you know, the fact that you can't discard Jaina, like, Jaina's objective number one, essentially, for a lot of, you know, these control elemental type decks. Mm -hmm. And if it gets you closer to Jaina, I feel like that's... I feel like that's just good. <laughs> it's definitely good. Yeah, Jaina's obviously a great card. So definitely one of my favorites that that we've had this, uh, or at least in 2017. Um, yeah, Book of Specters. I mean, you could argue just Book of Specters is good. Period. Like even if you I discard a good. spell, like even if you discard one spell and you still get two. Even I mean, obviously, bad times you get one. I mean, it's it's debatable whether you could just play it in almost anything. Um, but I do want to bring up something because Jackie, you, you thought you talked about Archmage Arugal and Book of Specters. Um, talk to me about the dynamic between running those two versus just like Alunith right now. You know, like you just arm Alunith. Uh, is Alunith too fast for like this type of minion-based strategy, or is it, or is this type of thing just better than Alunith? Uh, in my opinion, I think you, you if you were playing like Arugal and Book of Spectres, I don't think you would want to play Alanith. I think if you a deck you're playing Alanith, I think wants to be you want to have a lot of cheap spells because Mage don't actually have that many powerful like early game minions. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if you're playing these and Alanith, then it's going to be really difficult to empty your hand. Yeah. So I think some kind of Alanith could be a thing, by the way, still with like because we've still got lots of burn in Mage, we've still got mm -hmm. Fire, we've still got Frostbolt, Mana Worm, etc. Yeah. Um, and I actually quite like Arcane Keysmith for that type of deck as well. Mm -hmm. um, the yeah. Discover a Secret, because obviously we've got Explosive Runes and Counterspell, which are possibly the two strongest secrets for aggressive mage decks right now. And this can just let you have a third one, um, which your opponent also doesn't know what it is. Like sometimes they might have like played around two Counterspells, mm -hmm. and then you can just Keysmith and get a third Counterspell, and they might not play around it. And so I think, I think Keysmith is actually a pretty nice card as well. You guys like Secret Mage, even with with Valet rotating? No, no I think it's it's, it's dead. dead. Okay, it's dead. I like it. I I think it, I think there's a chance. I think Keysmith is really good. So oh, Keysmith like, is great, yeah. but I just think Secret Mage, like it's losing the five I, fives, the two one yeah. Valet, like it's it's losing and so many things. And Ice Block, yeah. yeah so I just too. can't really. Yeah, I don't think Ice Block's that important though. Like we still have some really strong cards. Like you still got like um, Archaeologist, which is insane. You still got Kirin Tormage, with it, which is insane. You still got the two most powerful secrets. You still got the burn tools with Fireball Frostbolt. You got Arcane Intellect, Primordial Glyph, Source's Apprentice. Like <laughs> it's everything. It's still got so many cards. Yeah, but the, the I, problem I think is, some kind of aggressive mage will definitely still be a thing. I think the problem is that we don't have a replacement for the cards that are rotating out. Like you have to replace them with really bad cards. We have no Violence Portal, no Kaba Crystal Runner, no, no Medis Relay, no Ice Block, and the replacements seem very bad. That's well, I mean, two I of them are right here. Arcane Keysmith, right? So two. Yeah, of them but are Arcane Keysmith is. I think it's just tempo-wise, it's just pretty bad. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with Gara on this one. Okay, it's not aggressive enough. Yeah, I mean, it's a tiny bit slower, but um, and then missing Ice Block. I mean, Ice Block, you just have to just rule out the equation and just come up with a a, a separate angle, or you know, make it faster, or or something like that, right? Because, uh, yep, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, you <laughs> No, I was just going to say, like, you know, one of the things that they added was the, um, I forget the name, one, two, that gives you armor, right, for the, the spells, but there's no Arcane expensive Artificer. spells. Yeah, Artificer. There's no expensive spells. They didn't add any. So, you know, we're, we're yeah, losing Portal, and it's like, so we're not actually getting much heal armor from that anymore, you know, in, in the long run. So if that was supposed to be kind of that, 
that um, replacement for ice block. It's not going to function very well that way. So, um, yeah, there's got to be some kind of different angle to it at the end. Yeah, I think one thing that's kind of interesting as well is that, like, Cinderstorm looks like a really bad card. But then if your opponent has nothing on the board, then it's essentially deal five damage to face. Sure. And in an aggressive mage deck, you're probably going to be controlling the board in the early game and kind of stopping your opponent having minions. So even though it looks like a terrible card, mm -hmm. um, maybe it can end up being better than it looks. But um, I <laughs> one of the mage cards I actually like the most is not one of these seven, but you know the Vex Crow? Yeah, Vex Crow. Yeah, that thing, I think see, that I minion could actually encourage people to play more cheap spells in aggressive mage decks, like Arcan Missiles, the Mirror Image, and then we could maybe even see Antonidas make a return in these uh, Tempo Mage-style decks. Huh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. It's definitely, wow. yeah, <laughs> definitely a jaggy deck. Yeah, it's definitely a jaggy deck. Vexcrow, he brought out Vexcrow. is great. Yeah, I mean, Vexcrow is. It's just, in, historically, it hasn't that type of, you know, um, balancing and deck that summons you know like we had a five five right they used to summon uh a, a two drop two was it a two drop or three drop i can't even remember but um they they've never been quite strong enough to play so it'd be kind of interesting if x crow is ends up being strong enough here it's um, like jackie sees stuff that we normally i know see. it's like he sees he sees the matrix way differently than we do man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he cool. looks at camel hunter oh, and he's great. like wow that's a rank one legend deck right there <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one card you haven't talked about that's on here right here is Snap Freeze. So are, are, how do we feel about Freeze in Mage? Are, are we all in agreement it's not great? Or does somebody feel different about it? That, no. <laughs> no, okay. All right. Yes, give up on Freeze. Please give up on Freeze unless you go just and even full out on the it. The only like old archetype that will continue, in my opinion, mm -hmm. is Big Spell Mage, but it will have a rough time. Like, Big Spell Mage without Icebook, it's pretty rough. Big Spell Mage with big spells is... I mean, I think, without, I don't, I think I've played some versions without Icebook, and I think yeah. it can be okay. Like Yeah, yeah. Um, so I have, the Artificer I have is what saves it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. we still have Flamestrike. Yeah. We still got but, Pyro. We still got... But it's still rough. Hmm. The, the thing is, like, you usually use the deck to counter OTK decks. Let's say this... We will talk about this later, like the Shadow Shock Shaman. Uh, if you don't have ice blocks, it also like nerfs the power level of big spell mage. Like the the place in the meta, it's kind of like you know the inner fire priest counter, mm -hmm. the OTK counter. And if you don't have ice blocks, you don't have that. So it's gonna be rough. Yeah. Okay, all right. So we done Do with mage. You guys want to keep talking um, about mage? Yeah. But one more point. Do you guys mm -hmm. remember like a little bit more of a minion centric tempo mage? I think it was when Flame Waker, but it was was still like, in the meta, but it, there was like a 5-5 five five that summoned another one, and then yeah, the that's... ethereal guy that you discovered Oh yeah, Faceless Summoner? That's what yeah, I was talking about. Summoner. It's kind of like so, Vexcrow, yeah. Do you think that there could be like a little bit slower of a tempo burn deck? Like you're still running Frostbolts and Firewalls, but you're running the Arcane Keysmith um, as well, and Water Elementals, like I think that, you know, Shredders, like that was in kind of mm -hmm. old style Tempo Mage. So yeah. maybe um, straight you know, the Keysmith could go, like, yeah. it'll be a little slower than Burn Mage it exists now, but potentially like a tempo. I don't know. I think, it, I think it's missing the Burn, yeah. I mean, you could maybe do that with like combined with Elementals. Obviously, like the Bonfire mm -hmm. Elementals are a really good addition, but with Firelands Portal rotating out, Blaze Caller is actually like basically the same thing, if not, if not better. If not if better. You're, mm -hmm. If you're playing Elementals, yeah. So, okay. Could be worth a try. 
Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, okay, well, why don't we move on to our second class, which is Hunter. So we didn't get many... They they definitely announced a bunch of Hunter cards <laughs> throughout the, the week, so not too many at the end here. We ended up with three... Um, actually on our list, it should be Toxmonger too, but so we got Toxmonger, Carrion Drake, and Vile Brood Skitterer. Actually, I should read them out. I forgot. Sorry, guys that are listening. I didn't read out the last batch, given that it's, uh, um, it, it was, uh, you know, just shown on, on stream here. So, uh, Toxmonger is a four mana, two, four. Whenever you play a one cost minion, get it, get poison or give it poison. And it's an epic card. And then Carrion Drake, Battlecry, five mana. If you... If you're if a minion died this turn, gain poison. So there's a lot of poison. Three seven dragon. There is this carrying Drake. And then lastly, five mana, one three beast, vile brood skitterer, poison rush. Uh, so all three cards have poison involved with it. And um, you know, seems to be a, something that Blizzard's trying to um, you know help hunters control boards, you know, remove things instead of like giving it some crazy spells that just kills everything. Uh, so yeah, what do you guys what do you guys think of this card? Like, okay, Gara, go for it. I feel like this is these cards are made for Jackie, and I think <laughs> he will be the the player who plays this card the most. This is why I wanted to start. Uh, I don't see uh, I definitely see a place for Hunter in the future meta, but I don't see it as Control Hunter. I think Control Hunter will be really bad, except the deck Jackie will play that might be pretty pretty good <laughs> potentially. <laughs> I think you wanna play Hunter. I wanna. I think you will wanna play Hunter in a in a face play style. I, I I see potentially Baku Hunter something like that. But you wanna play a Burn Hunter if if Q block, like most people anticipate, me as well to be like the strongest deck in the game in terms of power level. Um, it can be beat, especially with no Mistress of Mixtures. You don't get new healing with like a face strategy. Mm -hmm. So I can see like a face hunter. I, I can actually see spell hunter being a thing again because Rexa is much stronger now than before. So you basically have your po focus point on, on burn for like Huffer and just burn and Rexa. And it might be good enough in my opinion because a lot of the powerful cards are rotating out uh, like Netherspite Historians, more Dust Breakers and all that stuff. And like a face hunter. I don't think Control Hunter will be good for the meta. It will be better Control decks, in my opinion. And the other Control decks will be stronger than Control Hunter. Okay. Except the deck Jackie will make. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, okay, before we get to Jackie's, I think Jackie probably has a lot to say on Hunter. Uh, Ali, <laughs> thoughts on these Hunter cards? What do you think? Honestly, initially, my, my initial thoughts are these just bad. Like, the, with the Toxmonger... You're, first of all, they don't have that many one-drops anymore, Hunter. Like, I guess you can do neutral one-drops, but you'd think you'd want to combo that out with being an odd deck, and this costs four mana, so don't really like this card. Mm -hmm. The uh, the what's it, the Carrion Drake? Mm -hmm. <sighs> just, yeah, not yeah. much to say. And and the I just, I don't know. I, don't, I, I agree with Gara in that I don't think that Hunter's strategy is going to be con control. Like, it's nice that they're giving it ways to you know, single target remove minions and all of that good stuff. But I think a mid-range or a more aggressive uh, deck for Hunter is just where it would be the strongest. So I just kind of wrote these cards off as not being very good. Yeah. I, I'm, um, I don't know. It, it's, Carrion Drake, I don't like that much. I mean, I think out of, out of the three, I, I don't really love that card. And 
there is this like potential dragon-ish thing that that you can do with hunters given the cards available but i don't think necessarily think it comes together very well uh and then vile brood skitterers is basically a five mana type of assassinate card right like it's it's worse because you you can be blocked by a taunt of some sort and but it, but it's chill, a, right? but you can actually you know kill a one one too right and, and maybe maybe do something with that too so um, it's an interesting way to do a removal card you know and I think that's like a general theme with hunter this release is like they they've used minions as a way to remove you know in the hunter class instead of just giving them spells and that's actually kind of cool you know from a design standpoint and then toxmonger. Uh, I think this card has potential. Like I, I think that I don't know exactly what, how the deck comes together, but having a deck that's heavy in one cost, and I know you, what you meant by the Baku thing, but uh, you know this kind of fitting better in like a Baku deck. But I still think there's something there um, with this card that you know allowed it to, to at least bridge to the you know to the next section for Hunter. But Jackie, what do you think, man? Jackie, one more thing. Yeah. Jackie made Piranha Launcher like a playable card. So these cards are playing like <laughs> tier zero. What was that? I don't remember yeah. that. Tier zero. This is the first day? I don't remember Piranha Launcher. When was this? I didn't even remember them myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's talk about these um, cards. What do you think? I <clears throat> Yeah, the Valbrew Skater I don't really like. Um, the Carrion Drake I think is actually a decent card, but okay. yeah. I, I don't know what, like for, for that to be played you'd have to have some kind of mid-range hunter and i don't think mid-range hunter is going to be that good um toxmonger however i am super excited by like toxmonger <laughs> gives me hope that quest hunter could yeah, actually be a yeah. thing i am so hyped to quest hunter because of this card like it might be, it's probably gonna be the first day i play when the expansion comes out um because it's just so powerful especially when using like elven archer um, you can use Stone Tusk Boar, and then combined with all oh. the other one drops you're going to be playing in that type of deck, like Firefly, uh, Glacial Shard, etc. Um, I am hyped. How do a you lot win though? Hunter. Like, how do you win with a deck like that when it's not like a Bagu deck or anything? Like, <laughs> like you play, you play Karnasa and you put all your Raptors in your deck, and then you <laughs> okay. charge them all with Rhino. Like, right. it's decent. Okay. And I think Rexar, they're changing the um, the zombies hero power right so that you can use all the the newer beasts. I think. Oh, right, right. Um, yeah, that makes sense. And so that's going to make the de Hunter Death Knight oh, uh, wow. like crazy. There can be so many more. Like, you're going to be able to have like Rush minions. Oof. Wow. Um, yeah. Which is pretty cool. And there's now beasts that can like heal you. Um, but yeah. also, as well as Toxmonger, the. Oh, what's he called? Is it Houndmaster Shaw? Yeah, dude, I love that card. Yeah, that, that, card, card. Is, that card is bonkers. I think that's one of the <laughs> best cards in the set. So. Um, it's going to be really, really fun to see how we can do that. Okay, yeah. All right. Question for Jackie. So do you think the Baku strategy is just bad for Quest Hunter? Like, if you're going to do Quest Hunter, don't even try and make it on? Is that what you're trying uh, to say? For Quest Hunter, yeah. I think if you, like, similar to what Garo was saying, I think if you're doing, uh, like, a an odd Hunter, you want it to be, like, really aggressive. Because, like, Quest Hunter doesn't, I, don't, I feel like it doesn't really need the three damage hero power because it's more about getting the wraps in your deck and just getting loads of minions. Okay. Um so yeah, I think Baku would be like a face on a deck. So what's okay. your thoughts? What's your thoughts on traps and spellstones and do those fall into place with this these type of decks you're talking about, or this is completely a different route? Uh, I think that would be completely different. Um, like you could maybe make like spell hunter could still be a thing. Obviously, they're losing Barnes and Yushiraj mm -hmm. and Cat Trick, but I think that's it. Um, <laughs> it's pretty, instead yeah. of Barnes, obviously Barnes' charge is absolutely bonkers, yeah. but instead of that, you could play the six mana 
to my side or whatever it's called, and it's not it's not like that much worse. So I think there's also hope for spell hunter to be a thing. I think uh, I think hunter hunter will be maybe like a middle of the range class that there's lots of different things we can try out and then. Yeah, sounds like the flavor will be really good though, like very very different. So whenever we see it, it'll be it'll be like almost meme like meme moment type of thing, you know, when they show up in events and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so there's actually there's a question in the in the chat that's kind of interesting. What what's going to happen with rush and charge? Like what, what happens when you get rush and charge, like from a zombiest? Uh, <laughs> Is it the thing that you do second, or is it the thing that you do first? Like I'm gonna be. I would think that charge trumps rush. Yeah, right? I would. You think know, so like I, too, I, right? I would think like, so. I mean, because rush, I feel like has this delineation that you're not supposed to hit face. So uh, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. Know. I think it's... I think rush is stronger. Uh, the reason is that someone said is when a minion dies and it gets resurrected and it has rush, you still can't attack with it. Okay, so it's like, like charge. Oh, so like charge devil star, like when people cube that, you if it had rush, you would not yeah. be able to yeah. attack base still, right? Um, Wait, yeah. so if so, so say you have like tundra rhino on the board, yeah, and you play a, a rush thing. minion, a rush beast, you can't attack face with that beast because the t text is you can't attack a hero this turn, right? Like it's the effect. Yeah, I see. Like, what you're, uh, what? I, well, that it's, no, that's no, but it's it's not even a battle cry. Okay, look, here's a good example. Tundra Rhino and Hellmaster Shaw on the board at the same time. You play yeah. you play a beast. What happens? It might be the second thing. Maybe you get rushed and then you get charged because you played Hellmaster before that. Oh man. We're gonna have to experiment. <laughs> Day one, somebody tell me the answer. <laughs> and then I'll it I'll might know be it's an ordering thing that. though. I yeah. can see that actually. If you pick rush first, or if you pick charge first, something like that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> God. Yeah, it could be the order. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right, let's move on. We've got uh, warrior next, and uh, I've got three cards here. Starting with, um, actually, I did in reverse order for some reason. Uh, Fester Root Hulk, five mana after a friendly minion attacks, gain plus one attack, and it's a two seven. Rabid Worgen, three mana, three three with rush, and then a Town Crier, one mana, one two, uh, battle cry draw a rush minion from your deck, and it's an epic. Uh, Fester Root was a rare, uh, Rabid Worgen was a common card. Okay, so this, um, uh, these cards. Anything stick? I mean, Town Crier for me was just like the missing piece for a lot of like just the potential for a rush warrior or some kind of, you know, some type some type of warrior that can battle the board early on into mid mid game. So um, I, I like that card a lot. I think that card really makes uh, the other rush cards have a lot more value too. Uh, the other ones mm, just yeah. What do you guys? I think these three cover uh, exactly like super broken, super garbage. And mediocre, in that order. Okay, like wait, the, okay. The first... is this like pick one? Okay, which one is which? <laughs> okay, which one is which? Let's see. I mean, the five mana card is, I think, completely unplayable. I wouldn't play yeah. it in any deck. Okay, all right. The, the rapid walking is kind of like a free mana bash. It's kind of like around the same level. It gets blocked by taunt, but you have like a body sometimes left over. Hmm. Okay. Like you don't get the healing, but you have like a. It's kind of like okay, and but the town crier. All I'm going to say is, like, a 1-mana, one 1-2, one, unearthed novice engineer for 1-mana is absolutely broken, in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> it's a warrior card, or it's not very good. Rush warrior, who knows? But it's a very broken card 
in a nutshell. Like the effect for one mana, it's super broken. Probably the best one mana card ever printed by far. Ever printed? Yeah, the best man. one mana card Come ever on, printed. Dude. Whoa, Are you whoa. serious? There's like <laughs> a lot of good one drops, man. It is much better than Cobalt Librarian. Like in, on paper. What about Manowar? Like, yeah, yeah. 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 And Manowar? It was your good card, not just a bad card. Like drawing a rush card uh, in Warrior will be good. Like, yeah, drawing... yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's, no question it's, it's good. But it's really yes. good. It's the best card. It's a best one, 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 one mana control card. Okay, okay. Not so much probably like aggro card. Uh, but like control card, best one mana control card for sure. Yeah, like if Rush Warrior is a thing, it's mm -hmm. because of this card, essentially, right? Like that's. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Like this card makes Rush Warrior much more consistent. You know, you, yeah. you drawing Darius, you drawing, yeah. you know, I'm the Wasp. Talking about the card. Drawing, yeah, it's. Yeah. Is Rush Warrior gonna be good? It, it makes the weapon draw too. Like it, it makes. I don't think Rush Warrior is gonna be very good. Okay. Um, hmm. I think. Rush Warrior, like it's got some really powerful cards, but a lot of the cards are good if your opponent has like Rush is only good if your opponent has minions to trade into. Yeah. If you're against a control deck, I think Rush is pointless essentially because um, they're not going to have minions on the board a lot of the time. Yeah. And so Rabid Wargans is going to be a three mana three three. You have to play for tempo. So my opinion is that Rush Warrior is going to be really good against aggro, but really bad against control. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. I have the same yeah. problem. Is like the win condition of the deck. Like, how do you actually kill your opponent? Against Argo, it's usually not that problematic because you you do some minion trading, you get the bot control, you win the game. But against it's... control, how do you kill them? Like, you, how? you get the you, you get the cannon tower thing, and you just you know you just just keep <laughs> just shooting number three in the face. That's how you win. <laughs> no, I don't know. You'd probably have yeah, to end, like add in some end game cards like Rom and yeah. stuff. You know, just for extra push at the end. No, I think I think Rush Warrior is still missing. Like I think Warrior just generally is still missing win conditions. But I think this is a very solid start for something that wasn't even there before. You know, like we had Pirate Warrior. That was about the only minion-based, you know, mid-range tempo type of strategy for Warrior. Now we're at least seeing some foundations for something that could be, um, you know, not even so face-centric. You know, like it, it would still require a lot of fighting on the board and stuff. Uh, you know, in, in the I terms mean, of rush, but you're right. If, against like more control-based decks, the value from rush is like completely gone. Like there's nothing to attack, so you're literally missing out on stats because of that, and it's tough to recover. You know, Dragon to... Warrior was really strong, yeah. but Alex Strauss's champion was able to go face. Actually, did that cost two mana, or is that? Yeah, it was yeah, really yeah. powerful, oh, wow. ridiculously <laughs> so powerful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like you also had Ragnaros. Like you had a lot of like this mid rangey yeah. minion are really lacking, which you really need right now. Mm -hmm. But like I, I can see Warrior having the strongest turn one, two, three. Like you get you get the weapon right. You have this guy on one, and you draw guaranteed a rush minion. So very likely you will have the follow up as well. So very very powerful curve. But then what do you do? Turn five, turn six, turn seven. Yeah. Turn eight. Yeah. That's that's the missing thing. It's like we have all these cute cards. At you know turn eight and turn seven and it's like they're cute but we just need something just really good you know just like why don't you just give us something crazy good like you give some of the other classes and that's kind of what we're missing right now so once once those kind of six seven eight turns fill out with with really really powerful cards I think that we could be talking um you know, it's actually somebody in chat mentioned Frothing Berserk Frothing Berserk would be great like in this kind of rush yeah, thing too yeah it would be buffed up like crazy 
Um, Can I just say one thing that if Fari Warax was not nerfed, <laughs> this would stand a way better chance. I'm just throwing uh, it out there. <laughs> the two, the two weapons, pretty good in the in the what rush the type two? of thing. It, it death rattle plus one plus one to a rush minion. Oh it's yeah, a two, yeah. Two. Okay. That's a pretty good card, actually. Maybe 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 you can play the spellstone in this deck. We'll see. I, I have hopes. I don't even remember deck. what the spellstone does. What what does the warrior one do? It, when you equip weapons, you 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 boost it and you make oh, five fives. Oh, right, right, right. That could be the, the the end game of the deck because you will probably still play Warwicks and you have yeah. this new two mana weapon. It might be that you can. You will get the board and then you have that as a refill. Might be good enough. Really, I'm not okay. giving up on the deck. Okay. I think it has potential just because of the the strong one two three. That's like the foundation mm -hmm. of every deck. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's true. Okay, next up we've got. Uh, looks like we got Druid here. And, um, all right, we've got three cards, Dru starting with uh, Druid of the Scythe, uh, three mana, two, two. This is like the first choose one card we've seen in a long time. Transform into a four, two with Rush or a two, four with Taunt. And then um, we've got Spell here, three mana, Ferocious Howl, draw a card, gain one armor for each card in your hand, and then finish it out with a five mana Bewitched Guardian, rare card, Taunt, con uh, Battle Cry, gain plus one health for each card in your hand, and it starts at a four, one. All right, so um, I guess first off, we got this choose one card. It's, I mean, I guess it's kind of interesting. Um, not sure what kind of druid it would fall or you know play well in, given that there's no delineation to to tribe or anything. So it's either just a four or two rush, which you'd probably trade into something for a three mana, or you know you're protecting maybe like a a token druid, you know, something like that. I don't know, Jackie, what do you think? Is this kind of a token yeah, type of um, I'm not really excited by many of the cards Druid have got, to be fair. Mm, um, okay. The Druid of the Scythe, I think, is better than it looks. Like, a 3-minute 2-4 Torn is just bad. Um, but a 3-minute 4-2 with Rush is actually pretty good. Uh, and then you, it's just you have kind of, like, the flexibility where if you're against a more aggressive deck, you can go with a Torn instead. Mm -hmm. Ferocious Howl is basically a shield block, um, which yeah. is a good card. Um, obviously, it depends on how many cards you got in your hand. Um and yeah, I'm I'm honestly Druid is the class that I'm kind of I, yeah. not excited about to play at all. Like I'm definitely gonna try some uh, some hand druid type things, and I really like the uh, there's the four mana card that can flood your board with one ones based on how many cards you got in your hand. I'm really excited about that card. Um, yeah. yeah, other than that, much not much to say about Druid. All right, Allie, any excitement okay. for Druid? I'm excited to try hand druid. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you sound so what if, convinced. Really, what if it's really OP? Okay, and we're all just missing something here. Um, no, I mean I, it's it's really hard to tell at this point, but it definitely does have tools if if the archetype will be good. Um, I don't really like the druid of the scathe uh, card because. I mean, I guess it is flexible, but I'd much rather be... Like, the 4-2 is probably going to die if you're trading it into something, and I'd much rather run a swipe or something. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I, we'll see, I guess, if Hand Druid is good. But I, it's, it's really hard yeah. to tell at this point, so I'm kind of up in the air with, with it all. Yeah, I, I don't know. For me, Hand Druid is nothing exciting for me, just because, you know, part of it is, like, very control feeling part of it is like this okay i can't start until you know turn four or five and six so i guess i i can get some power at, you know in the mid game like that and hopefully be able to swing the game after i've given up turns one two and three uh and then like you know things like filling the board just doesn't seem 
in, in you know like uh in line with with um you know having a bunch of cards in my hand too so i i don't know it's it's still a little conflicting in my mind about how um you know, hand druid will work, but I am kind of excited about beast druid. Like, I, I have to admit, because the one card that brings back a beast that died, and you're playing like three twelves that come back as three twelve taunts, and you know the, the card that that you you lose a health for every um, card you have in your hand. You know that starts at a three twelve, so it'll probably be like a three eight or a three seven. But when you you like summon it back, it comes back as a three twelve. I mean that that's pretty that's crazy strong. So I feel like there's at least something possibly there to to um, build around. Uh, but um, the, yeah, the two extra beasts that are worth mentioning are Giant Anaconda is still in the game. You can play this yeah. in like a big deck, and also the Tyrantos, obviously. Twelve twelve immune for free mana, pretty good. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I see. Uh, yeah, Gara, the, the anything about Druid you like? Uh, the most interesting thing about these three cards is probably the artwork that the Druid... Like, the Rush minion from the Druid of the Sky looks like a Taunt minion, and the Taunt minion looks like a Rush minion. I think this is quite interesting. Uh, yeah, like a... Druid gets like a better shield block, which is kind of hilarious. The Druid turned out to be the class that has the most armor in the game. And not warrior by far. Like it <laughs> yeah. has so many ways to gain, gain uh, generate armor. It's ridiculous. Like you basically have, it's, it's it's crazy. You can go like two hundred armor now, probably. But how do you win? And yeah, the, you know, it's like you can you can defend yourself all you want, but how do you win? <laughs> exactly. This is the problem I have with the third card with the hand druid. What is your win condition? You basically have two twilight drakes, two times this jabroni, and two times mountain giant. Like, what is your actual win condition? What is your finisher? We don't have it in Druid, so yeah, I don't know. I, it's it, like Ali Strasser said, might be like the new broken class we all don't know about. <laughs> we all don't know in three months. Three, four, four months. With Druid is, I think there is some potential for like an odd Druid to be a thing because Druid has mm -hmm. arguably the best upgraded hero power. Like getting two damage and two armor is like really, really huge. Um, and I would probably play Druid of the Scythe in um, that type of the deck. Also, if you're using your if you're using your hero power fairly often, then you're not using cards. So, like the Witch Guardian, it might be easier to to get it bigger because on hero on turn two you're going to be hero powering rather than playing a card, so you're holding cards back. So, on Druid's definitely something I'm going to be trying out. Hmm. Okay. What I, what think... I don't like. Okay, cool. Oh no, you, you go ahead. Uh, I was actually thinking a lot about out decks and even decks today. And uh, I, I, there's almost almost no class that you want to play those decks. The main reason for that is the decays. Like you don't want to play the odd decks in classes that have good decays. Like Druid has Malfurion, right? It kind of is bad to build a deck around, you know, the basic hero power. And then you play Malfurion, and then you basically lose the entire value. And then you play this Baku, which is like a bad card. And mm. uh, the only deck which I really saw that really wants to play it is Warrior, like the quest Baku Warrior that has like a tank up. This is, yeah, yeah, I forget. Mm. Okay, it's. Um... I think at the end of the day, with Druid, it still has UI, it still has Wild Growth, it has Oaken Summons, but, which is a great card. It's yeah. got Branching Paths, like it still has really good cards. So just for that reason alone, I feel like Druid might survive it just it just needs a win condition like i think i agree with you yeah. it has all those support elements you know all those elements that that make up a very powerful you know archetype or, or powerful um class it's just we need something to kill them with like warrior too same thing it's like 
it's got quite a few support cards. It's just we yeah. need some way to win. It's is, is Hadronox not enough of a finisher? Probably not, right? It needs more than that. Oh man. I wanted I to actually want say that be good. <laughs> I it's like Astro Tiger. So like Astro Tiger is really good, but you need Nizov. Like I played the deck yeah. so much. You, it's you so slow. Zone. If it was an eight drop, it would be so good. It's a nine drop though, which yeah. it makes it so much awkward. Yeah, it's so awkward because of that. Um, I, I almost hope the druid isn't good. I feel like druid has just been one of the best classes for so long. It's always been in the matter somewhere. I don't think druid druid has never been the worst class. I think it's, I think, it's, it's, I think it might be druid's time. It might be druid's time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Time in the, the doghouse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we got paladin next here. And we got seven cards here, so quite a few. We got, um, yeah, I, I'm not sure I can read that on my screen here. Okay, we got Hidden Wisdom, which is a new secret. Uh, epic, after your opponent plays three cards in a turn, draw two. Paragon of Light, three mana, two five minion, rare. While this minion has three or more attack, it has Taunt and Steal. And then uh, another minion, this is the legendary, one of the two legendary minions. Four mana, four three, the Glass Knight. Divine Shield, whenever you restore health, Gain Divine Shield back, you know, kind of thing. Uh, five mana, Ghostly Charger, common. This is a 3-4 Beast, Divine Shield Rush. Uh, oh, actually, I have the uh, Druid Charger. <laughs> what yeah. the heck? Okay, that's why I got screwed up. Okay, well, it's my bad. I was waiting for you to get to that. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, color, I was about to say... My colorblindness, even colorblind. though I'm not colorblind. <laughs> no, uh, Prince Liam is a, a legendary. Five mana, 5-5. Five, five. Battlecry, transform all one-cost cards in your deck into legendary minions. Yes. Eight mana, another paladin weapon, silver sword, three, four. Uh, after your hero attacks, give your minions plus one, plus one. Okay. So lots of uh, variety here in the in the type of cards that paladin's seeing. And um, none of these things, I would say, except for maybe the warrior, or at least the, the weapon, uh, kind of supports, you know, your aggro paladin type of, you know, archetype. So uh, clearly they're trying to get away from it. And I would even make an argument that a lot of things like Rush and, and uh, um, other mechanics like that they've added to this expansion have been very anti-Silverhand Paladin. So I, I feel like that's mm -hmm. going to be pretty much stuffed uh, this time around. But anything here kind of you guys see as potential? Ali, you see anything here that, that could be uh, uh, something that the paladins can grab hold of? My favorite of these would be the Glass Knight, I think. I, I like this card. It's just kind of figuring out where it would really fit. Um, overall, not really impressed with any of them. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say the Glass Knight would be my favorite. Prince Liam's interesting. Um, obviously, you could be running secrets. It's only it's one-cost cards, though, which is bet much better than spells, because I initially thought it was just spells. But... Oh, I don't know. It seems yeah. so random. Liam? Liam can be, yeah. Not you know, Liam can be good here. Liam's one of those cards where it's like a good concept of of having mm -hmm. the ability to you know change your deck from an aggro deck to you know something that all of a sudden can be you know something of high value deck. You know, it it allows you kind of switch gears, but it's it's just so. I mean, it's like a legendary, so it only it doesn't come very often, and. You having and to rely switching on gear is even good at that point. Yeah, like if you're an exactly. aggro deck, you probably just want to be an just, aggro. Just deck, go you know? aggro. Just go. Yeah. Just want to kill them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so that, that's kind of the you know it, it it's a cool concept. I just don't know if it would ever be be good. You know because um, uh, it, it's just inconsistent that way. Um, 
so hidden wisdom like what do you guys think of that card because i that card i think a lot of people have different opinions on you know i think one side of the boat is um you know you draw two cards that's amazing right from a secret but then the other side is like how many times do we actually play three cards in a turn you know and how hard is that really to to play around uh so yeah thoughts on that gara any any thoughts on hidden wisdom like do you think it's good bad it's more like what kind of deck would you play such a card in like Mm -hmm. i don't see a place for such a card so like it doesn't it's like okay I, I don't think it's that common, actually, that people... I think people are overestimating the fact that... Like, they're, like, misjudging how many cards you play per turn. You don't actually... Not that many decks play that many cards per turn. Usually you curve out, right? You play a 1-drop on 1, a 2-drop on 2, a 3-drop... Like, when do you start playing 2 cards per turn? And then when you're going to start playing 3 cards per turn? It's actually not that common. Not every deck is a Miracle Rogue. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like if you play against a spiteful deck, he will rarely play two cards in the same turn. Mm. So basically, imagine you never get value out of this card. So it's basically a completely dead card. I think it's not good. Pretty easy to play uh, around. Like, and you it's play two cards and you know, hero power. That's a pretty good yeah, turn. You, like, you <laughs> yeah. play a minion, you attack, and then you know exactly what it is. Yeah. True. And then you will never... You could burn cards too, you know, like you, I think it's easy to play around and they could also decide to to burn you if you, you know, if they wanted to, Mm -hmm. if you had enough cards in hand. But then again, like what deck would this be in that you would have that many cards in your hand? I don't even know. I think it's bad. I I think it's only interesting from Hydrologist, obviously. If you get it for free. Right. Then it's pretty good. Okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, I think if your opponent kind of, like, you can say it's easy to play around, but at the same time, if you're forcing them to only play two cards a turn, you can make them do kind of weaker turns than they want to be doing. Um, I think if this card does... Like, I don't think there's a deck you're going to play this card in unless you play some kind of secret Paladin with the new 4-drop um, that mm-hmm. has Battlecry put a secret in the battle, battlefield and Deathrattle put a secret in the battlefield. Um, and I feel like if Prince Liam sees play, that would be the type of deck it is because your deck's just going to be a load of trashy secrets. And so... You can play like a maybe like a mid rangey secret pal and with Prince Liam in, but mm. is that deck going to be any good? I I doubt it. <laughs> right. um, in fact, I don't really think any of these cards really suit um, many current archetypes of mm-hmm. Paladin, but I do really like the Glass Knight. I think the Glass Knight is pretty right. cool. Yeah. So in the in terms of the Glass Knight, I mean, I know we have another card that that helps with healing in Paladin, but how many options are there to heal with Paladin? Um, you know, because Ra- so Ragnaros is gone. Um, I really know it's a three mana two four elemental. I think that's okay. a card, right? It restores mm-hmm. health to your hero. Uh, yeah, I mean, you have true yeah. silver champion. No, true yeah, silver champion, champion. That's a good one. Yeah, that's that's a good one. And then we probably have some like one and two drops where, where you can heal, you know, like um, the death knight. Yeah, oh, death lifesteal. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. But to be honest, I'm not convinced that any kind of like lifestealy healy paladin is going to be good. Like mm-hmm. paladin has a lot of good healing cards, but they've just never, they just don't really compete for the like really powerful right. um, cards. Paladin has like Tarim and Tyrion and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think a healing paladin will be a thing. What about a control paladin? Like, would you ever just play the Glass Knight for? like board control and some kind of a control paladin. I mean, it doesn't really curve into a steed, so that wouldn't work either. 
Um, Lyness is still strong. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I wrote down no. for Paladin to have like the most potential different archetypes because if you look at the uh, cards Paladin gets, it's all over the place. I feel like every single card is for a different archetype. Like the the boof, boosting like uh, a mysterious buff Paladin with the with the bell. They're like they're giving cards to the quest Paladin also with the bell. Like they're buffing like secret Paladin, whatever mm -hmm. that is supposed to be. Um, <laughs> Secret. Even Paladin, a lot of people <laughs> yeah. are talking about. Even Paladin is supposed to be good because you know the, uh, the hero power. It's pretty good for like a dude Paladin, whatever this is supposed to be. A lot of people are talking about Spiteful Paladin because Spiteful is getting buffed, and you can already build a Spiteful Paladin. And yeah, there's Odd Paladin, and then there's Dragonadin because Paladin is getting the best two drop in the game. But we don't have dragons, so what is that supposed to be? Yeah. And then we have uh, Agro Paladin, which is already an existing deck that might, in my opinion, be a very good deck, and it will That's, be one of the best yeah, decks in the game. And I mean, having well, to talk about these cards, like I actually like Paragon of Light. Like I, I think. You know, there might not be anything right that exists, you know, like right now, like an archetype that that's like you can build very efficiently around that card. But I mean, for one, I like the design, just the fact that, you know, if, if it goes over like a certain attack, it, it changes its value completely, you know, and then you can change it back, like it, it, somehow if you Aldor or something like that. But um, I think it fits well with Blessing of Kings. I think if you seeded this thing, it'd be really good too. Uh, and a two five at three, you know, we've seen at times with Grub and things like that, been able to stick around at, at that. So it, as long as there's like a solid um, buff, like a, um, you know, like, like a Paladin has at four, then this card actually can be really solid for, for the class. Um, yeah, the st the stats are good, right? Yeah. So if there is some kind of a buff, uh, what's the one to the? Yeah, the bell, right? You can the bell, you can bell right? at like, one. So if there twice, is some yeah. kind of buff paladin i feel like this would be included in there right mm -hmm. yeah this, by the way the sword is also super strong i think it's a yeah, let's talk about the sword yeah because you know silver hand paladin uh, you know without stand um you know uh, stand against darkness and without the the steward uh definitely losing some very very key things uh but murloc paladin's still around is this thing too slow you think or you, you think it's it's going to be fine at eight it's always good though if you think about it in any deck like if you have anything on the board, I think this might be like a semi-win condition. Like like a control paladin will have Stonehill defenders, hero power, whatever. Always like some minions on the board, and as soon as you buff them once, they're like big threats. And like yeah. buffing in general is super strong in the game, and this buffs everything on you have on the board. It's just such a huge threat having this weapon, like equipped. Yeah. Like you always have to clear yeah, everything. That's a good point. I mean, it, I, I don't see like the deck yet, but is it better than Vine Cleaver though? Like if you're running an expensive Paladin weapon, I feel like Vine Cleaver is just better because you meet you get your one ones, and this requires like it's conditional. You need something on the board. <laughs> it is more damage. I mean, it's twelve damage overall, but I I think that I'd rather run Vine Vine Cleaver. Yeah, I think I agree with Ali. I think Silver Sword, like, Dude Pally has, like, like the Dude Pally that we've seen recently has, like, floods the board over and over again, and they just have a load of 1-1s. And this card would actually be pretty nice in that type of deck, because sometimes they're struggling to push through extra damage, and this can just give them so much extra damage. But because we're losing, like, uh, Rallying Blade, and we're losing the Stand Against Darkness, summoning all the 1-1s, we're losing 
steward of Darkshire, which makes help your help your one one stickier. I feel like it's going to be harder to get a a sticky paladin board. Um, so it feels slightly too slow for me. I, I think the actual three attack is a problem too for me. It it just doesn't kill anything. You know, we've seen a three attack, you know, from the warrior card, you know, the the legendary weapon and. You know, that the recruit something and that's been when i played with it it was so ineffective and it just i love the recruit but it was so bad as a weapon that i, I just had no impact on it so um yeah i mean i know what you mean by that Gara. it's your target's gonna get great if you can buff even your hero power four times it's pretty you know like crazy good and you're gonna be able to buff I, a lot more than that but it's just so late though it's i, I don't it's think hard. it's a problem to get value out of this card because you can just equip the weapon and then play stuff and then buff the stuff the sure. problem with paladin is you have too many expensive weapons Tyrion, uter vine cleaver it's We're like not even all in playing that. Tyrion right now how crazy and you have the six mana legendary <laughs> weapon as well which you don't even That's play crazy. because you have so many yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could, you could maybe play this in a mid-range paladin as like a one-off, but you're gonna be you're gonna have to be playing a lot of minions because I mean, the cool thing about it is that you can equip it, attack with it, and then the next turn, even if you have no board, play all, play loads of minions and attack with it and get the buff. But you have to have enough minions to be able to do this and actually get the value out of it. Otherwise, there's no point playing it. Yeah, agreed. Okay, well, let's move on to our next class, which is the priest. Yeah. Oh man, priest is like so big it's overflowing there you go uh, <laughs> man priest got some pretty cool cards here uh starting with a divine hymn uh two mana restore six health to all friendly minions uh, another two mana card that's a minion squashling echo battle cry restore to health and it's a two one body um and then we've got a, a common court elemental which is a five mana five eight elemental can't attack while damaged and then lastly a rare seven mana four nine dragon that's night scaled matriarch whenever a friendly minion is healed summon a three three whelp okay so man where to start here these are lots of interesting cards or just good ones uh do we just start with the best one which is we maybe start on the left um divine him okay so why don't we start there um Anybody want to go with this one? I, I personally don't think that um, officially mm -hmm. a card that just heals is good enough in Hearthstone anymore. That's what I think. Like, no, like we have so many crazy good healing cards that just heal, that are just not good. If you look at cards like Healing Rain, and there's so many cards just heal that are just not good enough if you only heal. And this is just a crazy powerful heal card. I'm not sure if it's good enough. It's so hard for a priest to get any board. We don't really have board-centric priest decks besides like Spiteful Priest and you would not play this in Spider for Priest. So obviously this card is made with the new dragon, Night Scale Matriarch. But that I don't know. That seems like really like something maybe Jakey would play. <laughs> I mean I would play I, I, I kind of agree <laughs> I with you on this. Play. I think Divine Hymn is just worse than Circle of Healing. Like um, I would much rather have the tempo of having zero mana and having a little bit, bit less health. Plus Circle of Healing has the benefit of being able to, you know, combined with Orc Knight to damage enemy minions mm -hmm. and it can heal enemy minions to give you card draw like to find him that there's situations where it's going to be good but it's only good when you have a lot of damaged minions on the board and is it often going to be easy to do that no I don't think so well, it's, it's like it yeah. looks good, but it's not good well I, <laughs> like I actually how... think so I think divine him is good against aggro decks you know, like in a position where you know the priest is yeah. outnumbered on the board, his guy, his one guy is getting damaged, and it's it's a matter of like, okay, restore my health a little bit, and then just give me some time to like take over the board. 
Um, and I don't know if that's going to be good in the future, like this coming expansion, given that aggro doesn't, you know, I, I'm not sure what aggro looks like in this uh, coming expansion. But um, but no question it's good. I, I mean, at least value-wise, it's, it's kind of insane. So, um, you know, if things that, if more like injured blade masters and things like that start popping up, you know, in, in the future expansions, this card's crazy. I do agree that circle of healing is better in terms of like night scale matriarch, you know, and executing whatever you would do with that. But divine hymns value is just, it's like a waiting for, you know, whatever, like a light warden or some, you know, crazy, yeah. you know, type of tempo thing like that, like to happen again with pyromancer. and Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I mean, don't yeah, get me wrong. So. I think you could definitely see play in some, like some, early tempo decks that are playing like clerics and radiant Lentil and ninja blaze master and that type of early minion based um priest deck that might even play like divine spirit and a firing as well yeah um the card i'm most excited about of these is actually probably night scale matriarch what do you guys think to this guy oh my god it's awesome <laughs> and it's a rare it's not even a legend you can play two of these guys if you wanted to so I don't know. What do you think, Ali? Yeah. I mean, it's a dragon. It's good. I like it. <laughs> uh, no. Yes. I, I think, it's, I think it please. can be really strong. I mean, yeah. obviously, Priest is losing um, a few dragons, like Operative, that make it super powerful. But the fact that it's getting a few more, I think it me that means that the Dragon Priest can still exist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it still can exist. Yeah. I... I think Matriarch with, I mean, I, I even think Quartz Elemental to, to an extent too, um, with Lady in White, with you know Divine the Combo Priest, and, and um, that's another thing where Divine Hymns good because like if you throw down weapon, um, minions that have a lot a lot of health and they know you're playing you know Combo Priest, um, it's not easy to damage everything you know like damage a ton of health that way or just like fully remove it divine him gives you that option of just like healing your your minion all the way and then finishing you know whatever type of combo for you know like to, to get just enough damage to finish your opponent so um yeah i, I think that night scale gives you options in both of those categories lady and and you know uh it's lady in white right lady in white as well as just you know having your typical divine spirit inner fire type of thing you can play two of these too, so that's like really, really nice. Well, yeah, Jack, yeah. what do you think? Like, you're excited? Yeah, about I think it seems really, really strong. I mean, I think one of the main things is the fact that that's activates Duskbreaker, and with, like Ali said, with a lot of dragons being gone, it's that's really important mm -hmm. uh, because Duskbreaker is obviously completely broken. Um, but yeah, what I like most about this is the nine health. Like the fact it's got nine health, it's yeah. it's quite likely to stick around. If you can't deal with it, it can keep getting three threes over and over again. Like. I think this card's gonna be good. Pyro, power, pyro, powered shield, circle healing dreams, <laughs> like <laughs> patron like dreams over and over again. That'd be be pretty sweet. Um, what do you guys think of Quartz Elemental? I mean, if you compare this to like Razorfin, it looks like really really bad. But you know, you can still silence it, do all that good stuff with it, and you know, it's a five eight for five. I mean, is that really that bad? I mean. That's Personally, cool. I don't think it's good enough. I think, yeah, I like, think if you had like a five mana five six, like you wouldn't play that card. Mm -hmm. A five mana five seven, you you might play that card, but this is only one more health from that, and it can't attack when it's damaged. I I I, I don't think I'd play this card. Would you damage this card? <laughs> I mean, obviously, do you damage <laughs> it? No, but no, that, that's what I like about this card. It actually gives you, it gives your opponent a dilemma. 
Like, it has to hit this thing. This thing is five health unless it pings it, you know, like, unless you're a mage or something, right? And even if you ping it, it just I just heal it, like, the next turn, and I just hit you again with it. So it creates this kind of interesting decision-making, I think, for your um, opponent. But um, I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm in a very big minority thinking this card is interesting because a lot of people think it's trash. Uh, what kind of deck would you put it in? Like an elemental priest or a lady in white? Like It's definitely lady in white, and it would be along the lines of like a divine spirit, inner fire combo t kind of thing. With Yeah. I think the problem is you're going to have to heal it up like too many times. Like I think like yeah. playing it and then like attacking with it once and using like a circle or a divine hymn and healing it up again, attacking with it again is mm -hmm. decent, but you can't do that every single turn. You've only got a limited amount of spells. and Sure. Yeah. All right, Squashling. How about this? As a like basically a heal card, but it gives you bodies every time you heal. It's kind of cool. Uh, what do you guys think? It's bad. bad? You think it's bad? Okay. <laughs> All right. Is, bad? is it just bad? All right. It's just, it's just bad. I mean, again, isn't against an aggro deck? Isn't it good? I mean, it's no. Yeah, but what deck would you be putting it in though? Like, it, it might be good against aggro, but. That's what I mean. I mean, I'm, I'm not cool? saying against like, yeah, because I mean you're healing and you're putting bodies on the board. Like, isn't that good? Two one aggro? bodies. Have yeah. you have you faced the aggro decks these days? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do you know what they do to a two one two drop? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Divine shield, <laughs> just kill it. Mm. But um... I mean, it it's it could be interesting with like in the. The thing is, I think of all the time you you're gonna to want to get this in the late game. Like you're gonna want this in the get get this in the late game when you've drawn like cleric and use this to draw loads of cards, or when you've got night scale matriarch, you can use this to get multiple three threes. But I think it's just a bit too feels a bit too quirky for me. Um, people have been talking about using it with Orkney, but oh, that doesn't seem that. good enough to me really. Like you can just Orkney here around turn six and yeah, yeah, uh, like yeah. Okay, I'm not that excited by this card. Okay, uh, let's see. What's the next class we got here? We got no, why, you not, what, why don't what? you talk about the best card? What the fuck? What? I think you're like. What, what do you mean? I oh, coffin crusher. Oh, coffin crusher is not on here. Oh, it's yeah, not it's on not my. On it's notes. not on this thing. Oh, sorry, it's not on my notes. It's by thing. far That's the best. Coffin crusher. Yeah, yes. Oh my god. Like, what? I almost skipped coffin crusher. It's six mana, Dara six five. Rare. What the fuck? It's the best card. Death rattles. Yeah. Summon a death rattle minion from your hand. It's it's on the overlay. Just. I had to update it. Like, you don't yeah. mention yeah. it at all. It's like, let's move on. It's like, <laughs> how can we talk about this thing? Yes, yes. Okay, go for it. I think it's, okay, it, it's yeah. the best card from all the priest cards. Okay. I think it's better sure. than Lady in White. And I mm -hmm. think this is the replacement for the dragons for Draconic Operative. This is kind of like the new value route you have to go for in Control Priest. Okay. Uh, I've seen also Zetalot being excited about this card. A mana cheat is good from what we have seen in the history mm -hmm. of Hearthstone. Mana cheat, every single mana cheat card was played and this card is pretty damn good mana cheat, uh, especially with Obsidian Statue. Yeah. And it has great synergy with the new uh, Curator. The new Curator is better than yeah. the old Curator, mm -hmm. so 7 mana 6-6. Six, six. And with the Countless Ashmore, you can guarantee to get like a Coffin Crusher and Obsidian Statue, because Obsidian Statue is a lifesteal minion, so you have the guaranteed combo. Uh, I'm pretty sure, and I'm very excited to test it and see how well it is, like yeah. how strong it is. It's insane. I mean, the value is crazy good. For that, those cards you just mentioned right there. Um, so, yeah. in terms of death rattle, what else would you play besides Obsidian Statue? Uh, the Bone Drake, for instance. Oh, it's okay. so you can combine like maybe the Dustbreak as well in the deck. And I, I just wonder how greedy the deck will look because if you play Bone Drake, you want to play more dragons. Maybe you play Twilight Drake's Bone. You want to play around seven dragons, 
I don't think you can play Night Scale. It would be just too greedy, the deck. Mm -hmm. But what I'm a little bit worried is like the late game, because you have none is off. Can you play a quest priest? Because it actually seems to be very easy to complete the quest. Also with the new free drop, the Voodoo Doll, which has also definite effect, which is also, by the way, one super exciting card. Mm -hmm. um, it seems very easy to just complete the quest priest, like the quest, because a lot of these cards, are, you play good definite minions. But wouldn't you make your draw and, worse then? Like if you have to, you have to, you have to play enough death rattle to. Uh, I don't know. Like to complete the quest, you'd have to play what ten death rattle. Seven. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, you have to play more than exactly the right amount, right? Um, I think death rattle priest will be strong, but I don't think you need to run the quest, honestly. No, I'm just saying you could. Mm -hmm. you, like, yeah, you, you, could, you could. Okay, sure. But you probably want mind control. I think mind control will still be a good card. And that would be like your late game for priest. So I'm not too worried about like priest late game. Just mm -hmm. run two my controls with Shadow Visions, easy clapper. Six six mana is just so good to priest, man. It's like ridiculous. Uh, Imagine like this dying and you get obsidian statue. Like bet like definitely get obsidian statue on the board. It's so crazy good. Well, imagine on turn four, you know, or <laughs> turn turn four, coining out a obsidian statue. That's what we've had in the past, at least with big priest. Like, <laughs> this could this could have definitely get a can. If you think about yeah. it, can definitely get a can. Karen, okay. So this the value is so insane. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think that probably maybe highest rated card in all of all of the expansion. This this, this might no, be up there. It's Ooh. it's it's far up there actually. I think Another problem, a big problem about this deck will be that uh, Dragonfly Potion rotates out and sh and Horror rotates out as well. So can priests like survive against aggro decks will be a big question. It has Psychic Scream. What what uh, AOE is it working with right now? Psychic yeah, play Organized Circle. Organized Circle. Yeah, Organized Circle still. Psychic Scream. Um, Dust Breaker. Death I think that's... Is that it? But you'd have yeah. to do, do the Dragon Build. Holy Nova Kappa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe people used to play that card? Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, in, in the regular so it's not bad. A year and a half ago or something, people were playing that card. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy now. Now that we've seen the power level of, of stuff. Um, okay, well, I think I think that does it for priests. <laughs> After talking talking about coffin crasher, uh, we got shaman next. All right, shaman shaman's got some uh, a lot of cards all across the board here. And uh, starting with zap, zero mana, deal two damage to a minion, overload one. And then Blazing Invocation, it's a spell, one mana rare, discover a Battlecry minion. Next minion is a Ghost Light Angler. That's Echo 2-2, two, two, uh, two mana Murloc. And then Earthen Might. Um, see, two mana, spell, rare, give a minion, plus two, plus two. If it's an elemental, add a random elemental to your hand. Three mana Blink Fox. Uh, three, three. Rogue. Oh, is that Rogue? Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> I am just like completely blind Jenny, today. <laughs> what am I doing? Like, god, okay, I'm gonna have to like, add, oh man. I was trying to do this, like trying to get these together. Like, and uh, obviously I'm, I'm pretty blind. We're gonna have to talk about Blink Fox whenever Rogue comes around. And then Totem Cruncher, so four mana, two, three beast, uh, epic taunt, battle cry, destroy your totems, gain plus two, plus two for each destroyed. And then lastly, but not least, nine mana, Shutterwalk. Legend, that's <laughs> six, six. The new meme master himself, Battlecry. Repeat all other Battlecries from cards you've played this game. Targets chosen randomly. Okay. So, I think we've got a lots of... I mean, we've got three spells and we've got three minions here. So, um, why don't we save Shutterwalk for the la for the end? <laughs> How about these other ones? Anybody like Zap and, you know, basically Shaman, Backstab? 
kind of thing. You yeah, know, I, like think, uh, okay. I think Zap's really good. I think one of the problems with Shaman at the moment is that they their early game is really weak. Um, and so Zap can kind of help them not fall too far behind in the early game. And, uh, and, and yeah, because they don't really have, they don't have the Tunnel Trog and Tome Golem like they used to. Like, even like when Evolve Shaman was a thing, people are playing like Fireflies and these like pirates and pirates aren't even good anymore. So <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Zap is going to be pretty good. And one one interesting thing about these cheap spells is that they also have the new Bog something. Bog, bog Shaper. Shaper. No, that was Ali's um, card, right? Yeah. No, that was Patrick's card. Oh, oh Patrick's card. Patrick's card, yes. Ah. And, um, and yeah, Shaman doesn't have very good card draw. So it'd be interesting if these two cheap, like Zap and Blazing Invocation, if they could uh, start yeah. potentially see some play with Bog Shaper, it could be interesting. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. You don't think the overlay is too bad, though? You don't think the overload's too much? No. Nah. I don't think so. Okay. Nah. Hagatha's hero power, is it after you cast a... Oh, no, it's after you play a minion. minion. You I get a spell. A spell. Okay, yeah. okay, it's so the opposite fair. of the bog shaper. Yeah. Right. Hmm. No, I think um, Jackie's right. Like, Sh Shaman is losing a lot of its early game. Like, it won't have Jade Claws. It's not going to have Maelstrom Portal um, to kind of control the board. So Zap could definitely help um, in the early stages, until you can get to your volcano or lightning storm, whatever. So, is this good enough to like play things like Unbound Elemental Overload? You know, like the the Giants, and I mean, are we can we even talk about an Overload type of deck, or everything else yes, is just can. too bad? What do you think, Gar? Good enough or no? I think from all these cards, the only one besides obviously the Shadow Shock is the Zap that could potentially be played. It is actually in the deck you were talking about. There's Snow Fury Giant. Mm -hmm. You uh, don't think Earthen Might could be played? Earthen Might's good. I like it, too. I think the problem with that is, okay, we need to keep in mind two things when we look at these cards. Shaman is currently the, the weakest class in the game, by far, like bottom tier. And Shaman is losing the, a lot of its good cards. Shaman is losing the Evolve, Doppelgangster, all these cards. Shaman is using Jade Claws and Jade Lightning, which were like the only good anti-aggro tools. Shaman has like nothing, and this is the replacement we have. So I, Elemental Shaman was already now not good enough versus aggro with the Jade Claws and stuff. And I don't think such a deck could beat anything. Like the new Elemental Shaman. This card is very good. I like this two mana card. I don't think Elemental Shaman is good enough. It's That's all we have. I, I don't think it's good enough. I'm pretty sure. Hmm. We lose wow. too much. Shaman loses too much. Quest Murloc Shaman? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the 2-2 two -two is actually not that bad, but <laughs> I just don't think mm. it has the right well, do tools. We, to... do, we don't have, do we still have anything to buff it, though? Like, I mean, isn't that's all rotated out, right? Like, anything is awesome, anything is awesome, and I, don't, I guess we could run Megasaur? Hmm. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure how, what we could run with the Shaman uh, Murloc, but there's still a lot of Murlocs, yeah, for Shaman that we could play. Um, I don't know. Earth and Might for me is like, it, it's like Yasharaj, Marco Yasharaj for for Druid. You know, it, it's great to play on the Firefly. It's a great, that's a great turn, right, right, right off the bat. Um, so, I think it's a good base. Yeah. Do they need removal? You sure they do. Like they they need something to replace Portal. They need, you know, like Lightning Storm doesn't cut it these days for sure. It's like it's like far from cutting it these days. And, um, you know, Volcano's not great either later. So if they add one, if they add something like that, you know, maybe in the next expansion, not this expansion, then I think we're, we're talking um, Elemental would actually be pretty good. 
but um, like another thing is really that the ancestral shaman doesn't lose that much. You didn't play J Cross and Jade Lighting in that deck. Yeah, yeah, I played the deck a lot also. Wow. Since, right? Okay. Uh, the you you were playing like Doomsayers and stuff, uh, and like all the board clears. You still have most of them. You only lose Maelstrom, and Maelstrom was not that important. The only really big card you're missing is the Wolf because that is also uh, rotating out. Yeah. Um, I don't know how important that is because it was. Oftentimes you went devolve into lightning storm because that is like you had to do something with the uh, lightning storm. You you don't have consistent spell power. You usually need something with lightning storm. It as a standalone is just not good enough. And not having devolve really hurts, I think, because shaman has so little. The only replacement is zap, really. But it's very good though because you were missing good overload cards. Yeah, shaman actually doesn't have any good, really good overload cards. Like just few. And having like a flexible, actually a one man overload card is really good. Because you, yeah. the best overload cards are usually two overload, mm. and having like you want to play two overload plus one overload or three overload cards. Yeah. And m most three overload cards are bad, and most one overload cards are also bad. So you you only have Yinshu as a good one overload card. Also like light lightning bolt, which is not that great. And having that is actually good for the deck. But the deck was right is right now tier four, so yeah. Okay. Like a tier four get deck gets zap, and loses two good cards. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. Tell him how it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and Total Crutcher for me is so disappointing, man. Like, I feel like Shaman yeah. needed a card like this, but the stats just don't... Remember the cards we were revealed? Like the last card release, guys? You know, with all the totems and, oh, and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. we needed something that synergized with totem, and this was kind of it, but then it was like, it's a 2-3 that needs like two two buffs for this to be good. So that was kind of a bummer for me, like seeing that card. Um, all right, Shutterwalk. Let's just kind of move move through this a little bit. All right, who, who wants to talk about the epic memes here, Shutterwalk? Jaggy, you want to start? I mean, I'll, I'll let someone else talk about it because there, there is so many crazy things you can do in this card. Yeah. It's just so reminiscent of Yogg, right? Like, we, it was either, oh, it's going to be great or it's going to be a total meme. And it actually wound up being really great, right? At least in the beginning. Uh, so that's I, I mean, sort of where I'm I, at with for it. For me, I just can't believe they made this card. Like, right, I, I'm right. still, like, recovering from the fact that this card even exists because... You know, I mean, even creating that scenario that they they out they wanted us to see on the stream, which was like there's this never ending possibility for Shutter for when you walk, you getting it and you playing it and it play it, it copies itself and it plays. I mean, it's it's actually crazy that you can even do that. So the real question is, is you know they've shown it to us. It's very obvious at this point. You know they didn't even let us try to even find this. Um, is this even good? Because uh, you know, Gara, you were talking about this pre-show. This is the difference between shaman actually being viable or not it's on this one card <laughs> this one card and makes or break the class right here not just the class which is crazy the game the entire game i, I made like an entire spreadsheet about all the classes honestly because this will counter warlock uh, like hard counter if it's good and this is like it changes then the entire meta pretty much if Dang. it really comes down to if this like if this card is bad shaman is completely unplayable and if it's really good, you have a deck that hard counters Warlock, which is currently like on paper the, the strongest class in the game. And if you play a lot of Shaman, you play way less Warlock. You will put like everything will be all over the place. Yeah. Like it really comes down to if the deck with this card is good or not. And Wh I why do you think it hard counters Warlock? Yeah, what exactly? Yeah. Because it's an OTK. It's OTK, a guaranteed yeah. OTK. Yeah. It deals 30 damage. 
which is very good. Obviously, you win the game. Yeah, 30 damage is good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's extremely it's actually 57 damage. 57? How does that work? Yeah. Uh, you play like uh, Moomering Elemental with nine Shadow Shocks in the same turn. <laughs> yeah, okay, the problem wow. I have with this card is that if you're for this card to be good, your whole deck has to be based around it. Mm -hmm. And the games where you don't draw this card, your deck is just bad. Um, I think don't think Shaman really has enough tools to kind of survive to it consistently, as well as the card draw. I think card draw is a big problem. You're going to be needing to play a decent amount of card draw to consistently get this. Um, and so I don't think this card's going to be good. I mean, it almost has to not be good. <laughs> yeah, Ali, you're going to say I'm I'm in the middle. I can yeah. I, I could see it going either way. Bop, like Gar said, it has the poten potential to be, and or it could just be utter crap i mean i i hope it's utter crap which actually sucks for shaman but Duh. there is a chance that it just hasn't been tested enough uh, i've you seen know, the like list somebody the finds are yeah. looking good honestly yeah I like and stan has yeah. one that's really good actually and uh i yeah i would not be surprised if something like slipped through and it's just like something ridiculously good is ends up existing i just hope it's like, not too I mean, good yeah Murmuring Elemental, like that's a brand, it's, right? That that was always good. Yeah. And then I also think Grumble is an insane card. So yeah. it's never ending but, plays, basically. Look, <laughs> like if if that combo works, like is I don't think it's bad for the game. If you think about it, Shaman is so bad, like in in so many ways. Shaman has the worst anti argo Yeah, but this isn't you know? the answer. The answer isn't having just one card define a class. Like that—that that doesn't fix the class. <laughs> That's actually just a, a terrible band yeah. in my opinion. So, yeah. that, I don't like that. If that's literally what we're looking at. <laughs> um, no, no, what I like about it is that it's a win condition. It's an alternative win condition. Yeah, it is a win it's condition. Like, yeah. How many win conditions did we get in this expansion besides this card? Mm. Extra win conditions. Yeah, I mean, most of it is minion centric, right? Like yeah, battleboard minion stuff. Minions. So, it, yeah, th this is the only new one. Um, Okay, well, let's keep going, guys. We got we still got a bunch to go here. So, Rogue, um, you know, actually, we got to talk about actually let's talk about Blink Fox first while we're on the Shaman page. <laughs> so, Blink Fox is a three mana, three three beast. Uh, add a random card to your hand from your opponent's class. Okay, so they clearly have that theme, right? Like because we have um, you know a card that we're about to show here, which is uh, Tess Greymane that. Um, eight mana, six six battle cry. Every uh, replay every card from another class you've played this game and targets ran chosen randomly. Kind of feels a little shutterwalkish, right? But it's its own flavor of doing that. And then uh, three mana cutthroat buccaneer, two four pirate combo. Give your weapon plus one attack. All right. So what do you guys think? Go I on. think all three of these cards are very good. Um, Blink Fox is just a kind of standalone good card not really much to say about it a 3-3 three, three card that's adding a card to your hand is mm -hmm. is great um and Tess Greymane for me Tess Greymane is the kind of gonna be my kind of replacement for Yogg like <laughs> Tess Greymane feels more like Yogg to me than Shudderwalk I think especially because you know what cards you're gonna be getting obviously they're gonna be random cards that you've created throughout the game so every game it could be completely different but as long as you're just paying attention to what cards you're actually playing you know pretty much what Tess Greymane is gonna do other than some tar cards, which are obviously like targetable, um, but but I'm really excited to play some kind of test Greymane deck and play like Hallucination, and you have the new oh, two mana wow. Echo card that can create cards from other classes. Yeah, um, and test Greymane can be like a massive. I mean, it could be essentially like a like an Azoth type thing where you're if you've you've played lots of cards, you can for the board it can 
And because you're creating cards from a different class, obviously it's going to be terrible against Rogue because when you're against Rogue, you're only stealing Rogue cards. And so <laughs> that's true. Thing. But, um, but you can just get so many things that Rogue can't normally do. Like you can get heal and I'm super excited for Tesco. I mean, also Cutthroat Buccaneer is very, very good. I just think it's because it's bad, so bad in the mirror. I don't think the deck could ever really be that that great for for that reason alone. And also, it just seems wildly inconsistent. So, like, I do think it's fun, but I just I can't see it being that good because of the inconsistency and the mirror. I I agree with Ellie. I think this is the biggest flaw of the mechanic that it's bad in the mirror. That it doesn't work. It doesn't work, right? You you can't create... Yeah, any. There's no card you can create in the mirror from a different class, I think, in the game. So so maybe it's a a deck you can play in events. You know, maybe not so much on ladder, but something you could pull out, right? So you can... Ban Rogue. Ban Rogue. (laughs) Would they really ban that deck? I mean... (laughs) When you got a choice between, like, Warlock and that deck, really? I mean... I, don't, I, don't I mean, if, if Rogue sucks and no one else is playing right. Rogue, then this could be great. Exactly. <laughs> this is, this is like an underdog, like perfect underdog type of deck. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it sounds cool for sure. Uh, Cutthroat Buccaneer, you think it's just pretty much a good Kingsbane edition? Or do you, you see some type of other tempo roguish type of thing this could be good in? It seems always good. Always good. All right. It's a good free draw. Mm-hmm. Okay. It goes with the Rogue Hero power. But you'd have to hero power, right? Like, you would have had to hero power. But you always hero power as Rogue. That's like a good turn to play for Rogue. You have to combo this too, though. Like, Yeah, but it's still, it still seems good. Okay. It's a good card. If you get it off, it's good. It's also a pirate, which might be relevant at some point. Mm. Maybe we will get this pirate Rogue, the actual pirate Rogue, not this Patches Rogue that everyone played. Yeah. Pirate Rogue wasn't that it wasn't that long ago Pirate Rogue was around. Well maybe it was, maybe like two years ago or something. Um Okay. Well I think out of all of us, I think Jackie seems to be the most excited about Rogue, which is cool. I mean that's definitely great. Uh, it, it'd be good to see something that's not Miracle or Kingsbane. I don't think I'm excited yeah, I, for it. That being that. said, I do think Miracle could be pretty good. Okay. Okay. That's mm-hmm. good. Uh all right, we got Warlock. Let's see if I added any mage cards to Warlock or no, okay, I did. That's good. <laughs> uh, we got uh, one mana, dark possession uh, spell, rare. Deal two damage to a friendly character. Discover a demon. Uh, which would imp? It's a one mana stealth. Death rattle give a random friendly minion plus two health. One one. Uh, two mana curse of weakness spell. Echo give all enemy minions minus two attack until your next turn. And then finally, fiendish circle. Four mana. Summon four one one imps. <laughs> which is like implosion without the damage basically yeah 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 um so you know i don't know i think warlock continues to get interesting things you know um a lot of them you mean op things yeah okay op things a lot of them a lot of them seem to be control oriented and of course since control warlock is so good right now it, it just seems to be in line with that but um but yeah i mean some of these things like curse of weakness i mean this is Wow, like the warlock of all all things got this. This is always like a, a priest kind of thing, where you lower the attack and you just kind of kill it. And now warlock gets it. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, is it telling us something? Like, why did they need this kind of card? 
this card is actually such a meme, right? <laughs> like for Warlock, because it's so powerful. Like Warlock will not play this card because there's so many card clears. But this is actually insane with Doomsayer. You yeah. can actually get like a almost guaranteed. It's kind of like a Frost Nova Doomsayer in a way. Like you nerf the entire board, mm -hmm. then you play Doomsayer. It's very likely the Doomsayer will stick. Another thing is it works with the new seven drop, the new horror minion. Mm -hmm. Like you you do this. It's kind of like a pin size potion kind of. Yeah. You can play it also, and then play the big guy, and then kill everything. But Warlock doesn't need it because Warlock has so many ball clears. But yeah. Warlock has it. It's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I realized Ratcatcher wasn't on here, so I just added it. Three mana, two two Ratcatcher, Rush, Battlecry, uh, destroy a friendly minion and gain its uh, attack and health. So uh... the cut that actually confuses me the most is the Witchwood Imp. Like I actually tried to think about it. Like where would you want to play this card? It's such a confusing card because it has well, stealth. Well, and it, it's all about whether there's a good two drop, right? That you would want to give health to. And, you know, I Homunc think that. The Vongar Homunculus. Pretty good. Homunculus, yeah. Two, four, two, six. Yeah, that'd be pretty solid. So maybe this card's good in like a, a zoo or demon, you know, demon like deck. It is a one. It's a demon on turn one. So maybe it's, maybe it's not the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Flame Imp and Voidwalker are better than this. But then the fact that it has stealth means that you can like chill around. It can like chill, and then you can get a, a buff on it, like a Fungal Mancer potentially, or Demon, mm -hmm. whatever the two mana. Get Homunculus, right? Off it. Was he that one or? Uh, yeah, the two mana give a Demon plus two plus two. Oh. oh. Demon Fire. Demon Fire. Demon yeah. Fire. That's yeah, the, the spell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I. I this is a, I find this one really hard to judge, actually. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Zoo could be... I think Zoo could potentially be a thing, because Zoo just has... Zoo just has great early game minions. Like, you've got Flame Imp, you've got Voidwalker, you've got um, the Librarian, um, you've got Doomguard and Soulfire. So Zoo could still be a thing, but it's kind of the same situation as oh. is it worth playing Zoo when Control Warlock is so good? Yeah, I mean, I, I think comparing it to avoid walker is the best thing to do. Like, would you rather have the two health on the one drop, or would you rather have it on your two drop? You know, that that's kind of like how I look at it. And for me, it's bad. Best case is about equal to avoid walker. So I, I think it's like very des designed in a very interesting way. But it's just the body itself is just not very interesting. It's like not good enough to even, you know, make for interesting stealth. scenarios. The stealth is what's the most interesting thing about it with mm. demon buffs, I think. Mm. That's where it has the most relevance, I think. Like mm -hmm. Fungal Mancer or Demon Fire, like you we were saying earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, on, go ahead. Oh, what, one more thing. On the subject of like Demon Zoo we, with the Curse of Weakness, is Void Ripper is a demon, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, yeah. people are playing pint size yeah. and void rippers. Yep, they were. I mean, I'm yep. just saying. Like, it, it's, that's what it's there for. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally, right? It's so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Like they needed it, right? Like they don't have enough right. removal already. And it's echo, Holy right? crap! Yeah, echo. no, that's what seems. <laughs> Zeros all across the board. Yeah. Um, okay. What do you think? Uh, let's see. Dark possession. How about that? It's like a it's like a one mana hero power um, almost, right? Um, it's actually very good. Yeah. yeah. Because it doesn't, like, what you want, don't want to do usually is play bad demons in your deck because of Lackey. You want to just play specific demons. And with this, you will just get more value out of your Skull of Monari without having the drawback of putting demons in your deck. Mm -hmm. So, it, and it's like a different way 
to boost your spellstone, which I really like. Like more people are going away from spellstone because of the inconsistency. Like it's pretty bad that you're like the Cobalt Librarian is very bad in the control mirrors because you draw cards, you fatigue first, which is kind of bad. Most of the time it's not very good versus aggro. And you but the only good self-inflicting damage cards were Hellfire and Cobalt Librarian. So having more options is always good. Yeah. That's true. It's discover too, right? Discover is usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Get another Void Lord. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, another another uh, Doom Guard for you. It's definitely great. Um, okay. Or a Void Trooper for the Curse of. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Where yeah, would yeah. you put this card though? Like, would it go into Q Block or? I mean, I guess right because you'd be playing the the weapon. But is it powerful enough to actually justify running it? Probably not. It's kind of like yeah, saying right. you have so many good cards in Warlock. That's the crazy part. You play, you don't play a lot of good cards in Warlock because you have so many good cards. Yeah, yeah. You might play this in uh, more of a control Warlock. Um, it's another way mm. to activate your your possessed lackey, obviously. Um, and you can get Jaraxxus, right? Huh? Yeah, you get Jaraxxus, right? Yeah. Jaraxxus over Gul'dan meme. No, no <laughs> like no way. <laughs> uh, you get a free fifteen on the board easy. Oh, you're talking about. Oh, you're talking about playing it like. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about Ratcatcher, guys? I actually really it's like good. this card. I just don't know if Board needs it, but I really like it though. <laughs> what do you guys think? I, 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 I thought about every card so much. And <laughs> what I really like about this card is actually in Control Lock as well, mm -hmm. because um, if you play Scarf. Uh, Skulking Geist, or if people play Skulking Geist against you, it's very hard to kill off your own ring. And that's like your main win condition, especially now with Nozov rotating out. Mm -hmm. This is why I kind of like... Honestly, I am most excited about this expansion about all the decks that are rotating out. <laughs> the, the bad decks, the, the, which are not fun to play against. And I think it's okay if Control Lock has ring as like the main win condition without Nozov. I think with Nozov it's just too strong. Also, like you kill Rin and then you silence Rin, kill Rin, then you get it back with Nuzov. I, I think this was just way too OP. Mm -hmm. And having now, this is a very good way to activate Rin without using a spellstone on your own Rin. Or like, you know, it's yeah. it's a yeah. very good way. Other than Rin though, is there any other reason you'd, you'd play this in like a controlly Warlock? You can kill... And then um, like, would you actually put this in your deck specifically just for Rin? Uh, you can kill Lucky, of course, as well with it, if you want. Yeah, you can yeah. lacking. I, I think you also like. I mean, it's like sometimes Doomsayer or like just to get good stats because it has charge, right? You can control the board. Like it's it's a cheap combo. This is what you did with Voidtero in the back back in the days as well. I, I I don't know if you have like eggs. We got like this dragon egg. Like usually like definitely minions. Mm. Uh, works with that, but Lucky is like the number one thing, right? Especially if you get like um, Skulking Geisted and you don't have the sacrificial thingy stone. Yeah, a sacrificial yeah. pact. But yeah. yeah, in cube block you have the Tadaram, so I'm not sure if it's in the same slot. I just think the rush makes it really interesting. You know, like it might not make it interesting in this control lock type of thing, but if it was more of you know fighting for board, like you see with some of the other classes, you basically allow a minion to attack twice. Like some kind of powerful minion you have on the board, you end up healing it right too and giving it a two attack, and they get to attack again. So it, it's, it ends up setting up a scenario that's kind of cool like that. Um, and then on top of that, the destroy friendly minion that just has synergy with all the things you just talked about, lackey cube, and and so this is like such a great utility card. It's 
It's just one of the so things. <laughs> like so many good things. I can't even play this thing. It's I just came up with nuts. another thing that yeah. which, which was actually relevant in the game just because I thought of it. If you fight against control priests, you know they run mind control. Oftentimes they just let your void lord live. You don't really want to like sacrificial park your void lord. With this, you could kill it, which you want for the gold and get like a crazy minion. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Really it's kind of crazy yeah i feel like this card sort of falls into the theme of what we've been talking about wow warlock's getting another good card but is, <laughs> is it worth it to actually run it in the deck like i think dark pact is just better for killing your own stuff whether it's a cube a lackey whatever um so would you actually put this in in replacement of other th all the other op things that warlock has <laughs> and and i think maybe no uh, but I still think it's really strong, though. Uh, dark pack. I don't know. Better. Like, what, what do we miss? We, we lose mixtures of mistress, right? So there's two mm -hmm. slots open there. Which was a good card for this card. Yeah, you lose Nazoth as well. You lose Nazoth, mm -hmm. so that's a third. Um, yeah. So you either. I think a lot of the removal cards are, are expensive. You know, like some of the options are more expensive, and I, I don't think you necessarily want to go more expensive in a, in a cube. So. Yeah, I mean, I think really the only cards yet. The only cards you're ever going to want to use this on are like Possessed Lackey, Rin, and Cube. And would you play this in Cube Block? I don't think you really have any need. Um, I agree. Yeah. Uh, would you play this in a control deck with Rin? Maybe as a one-off, but then it's still only Rin and Possessed Lackey that you really want to use it on. So I would argue no. It's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, it's kind of... it's You know, in this thing like with the Warlock, it's such a waste, you know, like it's not good to have too many good cards in a class. Like, that's... You actually want class balance, you know, in, in terms of being a designer or developer and producer. I would think that was that would be what you want because if these cards are good and they never get played in this year, that's such a waste, you know? It's like... like the, I wish Shaman had some of these cards, you know? Or, or some of the other classes yeah. have some of these cards. It's like, just yeah. look at Crafting it's, Mist as well. Yeah, yeah. Share the wealth, Warlock. Yeah, seriously. It's like insane how good it is. Um, all right, well, uh, I want to take a quick break here, give a shout-out to our sponsor, the Dollar Shave Club. Uh, those of you that... Um, I'm sure a lot of you guys probably use Dollar Shave Club, but if you guys aren't familiar with Do Dollar Shave Club, it is a service uh, that you can go and sign up on their website, dollarshaveclub.com, and if you do it right now with slash value town... Um, you know, we'll obviously, uh, they'll obviously know that you guys came from here. And right now you can sign up for a starter pack for $5 and you get this cool set that comes with, you know, a, a, um, a, a razor base as well as uh, a few razors as well as shaving cream and uh, I believe some uh, single wipes too. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've used Dollar Shave Club before. It's, it's great because they just send it to you. You know, it's like if you're the type that doesn't like to go to the store and buy stuff, this is like perfect for you. And I just kind of know when I need to change razors too, based on like when I get them. So it's kind of nice that way too. It allows me to kind of time when, when I should be kind of swapping out all these things too. So they're not just razors. There's all kinds of cool, you know, bundles and packages too that involve, you know, all kinds of, of shaving creams and, and different, you know, different types of razor and things like that too. So, um, you know, it's, it's great if you're looking for something like that or just been too lazy to, to, uh, you know, figure that out or you've got this giant neck beard you just like wanting to shave you know this is this is the route to go gar how do you like your razors man good i love it yeah. it's the best razor i've ever used yeah and i especially love the shave butter i actually never used shave butter before mm -hmm. i don't know if that's like a thing Fancy. <laughs> yeah it's it smells very good um yeah it's it's great actually i use it like 
Like I had a razor before, then I tried that, and I like this more. So yeah, Doctor Carver's awesome, shave butter is what he's talking about. Yeah, good stuff. So uh, yeah, definitely go to dollarshaveclub.com slash Valuetown and uh, sign up today. That'd be awesome. Uh, also, want to remind you guys that you know Valuetown as well as myself. You know, we're we're definitely under um, you know with hsreplay.net now. And I guess got a few things want to announce that's really cool. Lots of things going on right now. But um, you know, we released an arena article on the the nine cards today. If you want to go to articles.hsreplay.net, check that out. We uh, we released region filtering now on the site, which Gara has been asking us to do for a long time. Try that out, dude. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. You can get stats now for EU, you know, individually, NA individually, um, so and uh, Asia too. So you check that out. And then um, lastly, we, uh, HTT Twitch extension too works on mobile now. So you don't actually have to do this double deck thing, you know, overla overlapping thing. You can actually uh, see the deck nicely on your uh, mobile tablets and your phone now. So it's really, really cool. Um, okay, getting back to the decks, let's kind of try to fly through some, or these cards, let's try to fly through the neutral cards a bit more because we're kind of running out of time, um, if it's possible. We got like a ton of these, but I did eight at a time here. So um, why don't we just pick our, our favorite ones from here instead of like going through each one? Um, Allie, you want to choose one? Uh yeah, sure. I really, actually really like Baleful Banker. Okay. I feel like nice. it has a lot of potential in the future. Maybe not right now. The obvious thing is like shuffling back another Void Lord or a Doom Guard. That'll work. But I think in the future, I, I don't know. I think it's got potential. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, ni it's nice to like. It almost increases the deck, you know, to thirty-one, right? When you get a chance to copy, min you know, uh, cards and put it back in your deck. It's kind of nice that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's for like outvaluing people in the long game, it's insane. Mm -hmm. um, and Garo was saying earlier about how you can't really play Astral Tiger without an Azoth, but I think this could potentially, if you were trying to make some kind of fatigue druid or that type of thing, um, this can give you more kind of more Astral Tigers to give you more steam in the long run and make sure you don't get the fatigue longer. So, mm -hmm. um, it's, yeah. it's, such I like a good, it's such a good card it, because. Mm -hmm. It helps you out in the fatigue, not just it gives you like an additional tier and additional value, and you're like one turn ahead in fatigue because of the one extra card. It's actually very, very good in control yeah. mirrors. All right, Countess Ashmore. Or what do you guys think? Oh, oh. oh no, 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 no. Yeah, very good. Say? Yeah, like, Countess Ashmore. In crazy, right? Like the one of the only downsides I have to it is that like you, a lot of people have been comparing comparing it to Curator, but the fact Curator had torn was actually quite a big deal um generally you're probably going to be playing this in a, in a slightly slower deck i think um and so a seven mana six say playing seven mana to just play a six six is a little bit risky also having a rush lifesteal and death realm in your deck like these are quite unusual mechanics mm -hmm. so is there going to be a deck where you're going to be playing all of these? We mentioned Priest earlier, where you can play a Death Rattle and Lifesteal minion. But other than that, I'm not sure where you're actually going to be playing this card. Would you say it's stronger than Curator or no then? I actually think Curator is better. I think I'm of the opposite opinion. I agree with you on the taunt. It's not, it's not as defensive, but I think that Rush, Lifesteal, Death Rattle is far more general and mm -hmm. flexible than a murloc beast or dragon so I, I think we'll see it in a lot of a lot of control decks yeah that's a good card draw you mm -hmm. know attached to a, a really solid body so death rattle probably outnumbers two of those things you know like two of the things from Curator, yeah. right I, I think maybe i'm wrong about that but it, it it outnumbers one tribe for sure death rattle by itself so um 
Yeah, it's pretty darn good and, and from the standpoint of coverage. Uh, anything else here? I, I'm not too interested in the other cards, to be honest. Um, oh, yeah, Baxter. Which one? Pretty cool. They've, uh, interesting they've decided to add another card to destroy secrets now that oh. secrets is rotating out. secrets, man. Yeah, I hate secrets, <laughs> yeah. I, I love hate cards. I think hate cards are super important for, for, for the game. Really? You like hate yeah. cards. That's funny. I Absolutely. hate hate cards. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. popular opinion. Yeah. Balanced hate cards. Counterplay cards. Not like Golaka Chrono. That's a bad designed hate card. But this is a good design. Like, maybe not. It's better than uh, uh, the Kazan Mystic, which just won you the game because you steal it. I think it's okay to destroy it, but not to steal it or anything yeah. like that. Well, one, thing I I think one thing I think is interesting about this card is that Eater of Secrets had such a bad stat line being a 4 mana 2 yeah. 4 that if, if you're not against a deck with secrets, you get it's really bad to play it. Whereas a 5 mana 4 6 stat line is nowhere near as bad. So if your opponent isn't playing secrets, it's actually not as bad to play this card. Mm -hmm. That's why I like the design of this card. It's very important to design it, the counterplay cards, in a, in a good way. Similar to Harrison Jones. It does, like, the, the player that gets, like, hated on doesn't out to lose the game if you get Harrison Jones. And you can play around Harrison Jones. And the card, you don't get punished too much by playing this card in matchups where it's not as good against, like Eat of Secrets. Those are like the good ex two examples of bad designed hate cards. Golaka Crawler, it's too power powerful because the player just loses Insta the game. Loses. Yeah. And, and Eat of Secrets, you get punished too much by playing it against non-secret decks. So a card like this is just decent. It's a good hate card. Yeah, I I think it eaters, uh, you know, eater secrets. Obviously, it, it mattered how many you killed, right? In, in terms of how big it got, this I think, like you guys said, I, I think this is just better. Like it's just more powerful. Better, it right? gives you just an average value that's higher than I think eater. You know, like eater secrets was more situational and stuff. So this is just like force. So that's good. Like like Jackie was saying. So this is just a good. I don't know if it's better or worse as a eight card. It's just a better card. Period. Like than than uh. Eater Secrets was. So um, I have to say I don't think it'll see play though, and the main mm -hmm. reason is because Ice Block's rotating up. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Eater of Secrets was the main Ice Block was the main reason to play Eater of Secrets. Yeah, agreed. God, imagine when a Kazan Mystic was there, you'd take Ice Block. Oh my god. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Thinking about that is just ridiculous now. Uh all right. Next up we've got another set of neutral cards. Also, the eight drop was oh, interesting, but okay, whatever. Yeah, which one? Uh, uh, not obviously bridge? to play it for eight mana. The eight eight definitely heal for you. Like that card, really? Yes, but oh. to cheat it out, uh, I like it oh. in in recruit war. I, I was going oh, over every archetypes, oh. and and we did. Th there's actually very few big minions in the set, which is kind of sad because we lose a lot of big minions like big boys, mm. and one of the actual good big boys is this eight mana eight eight. To get it out from like let's say the 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 coughing guy we saw earlier yeah this is one good minion to get it for free a zero mana eight eight definitely here for eight is pretty darn good if you play like a slow greedy deck if you get it out for free uh similar to um yeah recruit warrior if you just get it out for six mana it's just those decks that are super greedy where you just need to survive you get like, like getting this guy out from a wall cleaver is ridiculous uh, obviously not to play it for eight mana, but in cheat mana cheat decks, it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, you know, one thing I did uh, want to ask you guys too. Oh, yeah. I mean, the do you think the the eight health is that relevant? Like, you know, this, you know, the actual death rattle here, in yeah. like a warrior, really? Okay. It's, in general, just healing is good. Like, yeah. it's good. It's it's about the value. It's it's late game heal. Like late game heal is much better. Healing on. Expensive cards is much better than healing on cheap cards. This is like, 
for example, the, the lifesteal charger for two mana, like having heal on a one drop or two drop is usually very re relevant because it's that early in the game that yeah. you don't didn't take damage anyways. Like healing starts to get relevant past turn four, usually. Mm, okay. And this I is why. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Oh. I think it depends on the meta, right? Like if there's, there's yeah. if it's a lot of control, maybe the eight health won't really be that relevant. We'll mm -hmm. see. Oh, last real quick question that I, I just dawned on me. That I, the cal Cauldron Elemental. Like, what do you guys think of this with Calamus? You think this is a pretty good card to kind of have, you know, maybe something with Shaman? Um, you know, where you fill the board with stuff and then you're able to do this as kind of like a Savage Roar type of thing? Something there or no? I, I think filling the board with Elementals is going to be pretty difficult in a lot of decks. I think there are going to be situations where, like, if you're playing Servant of Calamus, getting this could be really good if you just want value. value. But... I can't see a deck outside of... To be honest, I think if Elementals do see play, I think it's more likely to be Mage than... Um, Shaman. Mage than Shaman, and I don't think you would play this in Elemental Mage. Okay. I don't think it's very good. All right. Next up, we got the uh, another next set of uh, neutrals here. Let me see if I can bring this up real quick. Okay, we got Lost Spirit. Um... Actually, I'm not gonna. I'm probably not gonna read them. I just read out the ones that we actually uh, want to talk about here, just to go a little bit faster. Um, huh. I, I think the Hench Clan thugs OP. <laughs> okay, this is three mana, three three. After your hero attacks, give this minion plus one plus one. Yeah, right. I good, think it's OP. I good. don't know. Maybe not OP, but it. I think it's really good. Like you have, um, you know, Candle Shot and Hunter, that's three attacks. Yeah. The fact that th just, this thing just keeps growing <laughs> yeah. if left unanswered. I mean, obviously in Rogue, it would probably be, that's the obvious one. You can curve out with your dagger on two into this three mana oh, four four. But yeah. it, if if left unanswered oh. it, it, and it continues to grow, I feel like that just in and of itself is really strong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with Ali. I think there's a good chance it's going to continue to grow too. <laughs> like, yeah, right. I, I wouldn't be surprised the average buff is close to two on this uh, on this minion. It's hard to kill a four four. Like it's uh, on. It, it's very similar it's, to Undertaker. Yeah, not as powerful, but yeah, yeah. It's there's very few cards that can kill it if it gets buffed or imagine. What, what deck are you going to be playing this in? You going to play this in Rogue or Warrior or Paladin, maybe? Hunter, even? Hunter. I think Rogue. Mm, Druid. Druid even has a potential because, it, I mean, any hero power that can just attack yeah. is, is something, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. As long as your hero can attack. Yeah. So, um, so does it feel like, you know, Flappy Bird a little bit? Like, it's a three drop that if it stays it on the board, it's like it just goes out of control on you. I mean, it's not as crazy as Flappy Bird, but has that kind of feel, that kind of impactful three drop here. Um, it is probably it could be strong enough for every bird, honestly. Really? Wow. Yeah, because if you get the effect immediately off and you can't kill it, then you just no, like you won't stop playing stuff afterwards. Like, <laughs> okay. You, you will keep playing minions, and you still have to deal with that. So it's questing like, feel, maybe like something like that. Yeah. It might not be as explosive as Flappy Bird, but more consistent. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because yeah, the turn you, you can buff it on the turn you play it, whereas mm -hmm. fledgling is just. Three three, you gotta hope it survives. Yeah, yeah. One one of these cards I'm actually interested in is actually Mad Hatter. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. It's it's, it's kind of oh, such no. a crazy card, but it has similarities to Fungal Mancer. What's interesting about it is obviously if your opponent has minions on the board, 
it's really bad because you're just buffing your opponent's minions or risking buffing your opponent's minions. But if you are the only player with minions on the board, which in a very aggressive deck, an early board-centric deck, you you would hope you would be, um, you can just buff plus three, plus three to your own minions. And it's it's not like you have to have multiple minions on the board. You could just have one minion and give that one minion plus three, plus three, or you could spread the buffs around. Um, so I think this is kind of an interesting one that people might be overlooking slightly. Thematically, you know, with the name, it's like my number one card. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Mad Hatter is so brilliant in the name and what it does, because like Mad Bomber, right? Mad Hatter, and of course we know Mad Hatter, you know, from Alice in Wonderland. So it it's like A plus for that <laughs> for sure. I yeah, I don't know how good I think it is, but it's uh it's really cool that way. Yeah, like, I probably played this god in zoo. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. That's pretty and good. It's actually interesting that we all pick different cards. For me, the most interesting cards are like uh, Life Drinker and Sand. Life Drinker? Straight. Wow. Yes, because okay. you need this card for the Shaman OTK. You can't yeah. OTK without this card. So this basically makes it. Oh, possible. right, 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 right. Of course. Of course. And it's actually a good. Like when I saw this card, the raw value of this card. If there's a deck you can play this card in, it's a good card. And apparently the new Shaman deck can run this card. Because Battlecry heal for free and deal free face damage is very good. Pretty value. good. Right? Healing yeah. for three is what? Normally a couple mana maybe? It's, like, it's like a Fasia. Fasia is also a good card. Oh, you're, dam you're damaging and then getting it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good value. Yeah, I can see that. We can just think of Night Prowler. It's a it's a six six if there's nothing else on the board. I think it will mainly be interesting for the Rexar. Mm -hmm. Like if you build a beast, mm -hmm. you, there's no minion on board. You will pick this because then you have crazy. I stats. mean, you have all these poison things on the board. Wouldn't this be a good follow up to it? You know what I mean? Like you just kill stuff and then you throw this down, and it's, it's like a six six. It, it's the question is whether like the times you can't three three makes up for it because this it feels like the um. What was that warrior card before we used to play? That's nine nine or a, a, a six six. You know, it kind of felt like that. Uh, crusher, crusher, yeah, crusher. yeah, yeah. Dragon crusher. Yeah, it feels a little, it feels like a smaller version of that. Like, um, I think generally it's bad, but yeah, mm -hmm. the Rexar potential might be there. Mm -hmm. I just okay. I yeah, I think it's gonna be too hard to pull off. Yeah, consistently okay. anyway. All right, let's uh, neutral card number three. Let's see. Uh, this is the. Second, so we have a few after this. So we got um, anything interesting here? We got an egg. Yes, that's uh, Jackie's material right there. Anything good? This good unfortunately, egg. Unfortunately, <laughs> I really don't think this egg is going to be good. Um, <laughs> the only way I could see this egg potentially working is in a kind of a uh, a priest deck that's playing like divine spirit and in a fire, and also also playing the new lady. Is it white lady? Lady in white. Lady no, white. yeah, lady oh, yeah. in white. Because mm -hmm. um, obviously, priest wants ways of activating duskbreaker, and if you can buff this thing's attack, it becomes a one mana three three. You have the potential to use like powered shield on it in the early game and in a fire to make an early threat. But it's probably not going to be good enough. Mm. What do you guys think of the Witchwood Piper? Yeah, I think it has a lot of potential, honestly. A consistent, like, it, it might help with combos, you know, just like yep. uh, securing a draw. Um, it's attached to a body. I, I think it has potential, honestly. 
somebody's going to build a deck that abuses this. Like I can, all, I can always guarantee you somebody will build something that completely, you know, a combo deck, like you said, is the most likely candidate that you can just nail down something that you need to finish a combo or, or even something that has a high chance of you getting something like, uh, you know, like a Zodia priest, right. Or, 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 or sorry, mage, you know, like, like that sort of thing where you can get like an apprentice or you can get an Antonius or something, right. That, that's going to help you, um, finish the quest. So yeah, that's almost certain somebody will come up with something that abuses it. Maybe you not know, like an even decks. Like oh, if you okay. have like you want to add Cartro. Okay. Yeah. You have nothing to go then something like this. So it's, it's pretty think... weak like tempo wise for a uh, an even deck though, right? Like you're already giving up tempo a lot of times with an even deck. Wouldn't this be pretty tough to play in something like that? No. Like, we haven't even built these decks. Yeah, that's true. I guess we'll just see what they look like, and then we can talk about it a little bit more. Uh, what the heck are we talking about? Yeah. Er Erin. I think I will say is I think uh, Vicious Scalehide is possibly the best card from the new expansion for uh, the Builder Beast. Um, oh, hero power. good like, point. Hunter, good point. If you're playing yeah. Rexar a lot of the time in the late game, you, you really want some defensive tools. Yeah. And a Lifesteal Rush minion combined with another minion. Uh, is going to be really good from Build a Beast, I think. That's good. And it's point. cheap, right? You always oh. want to be kind of picking up cheap minions yeah. uh, with Rexar initially. So there ain't there are not many beasts that have two keywords in them. So yeah, but that's a great point. Actually, it's not just that the leech as well. Like a one mana life steal is also insane because you can pick up a lot of big minions and then for just one extra mana you get them life steal. Yeah. It's the ideal it's first one to get. Like this is the one you want to pick first, and then you can just add on the mana that you need so that you can actually play sure. it on that turn, right? So that's definitely nice. Uh okay, if we can move on. Is that cool? We only got two cards left. Cool. Yeah. I've got to run to the bathroom real quick. Okay, okay. sure. Yeah, go for okay. it. <laughs> yeah. These last two cards, uh, that's just like so so let's see what it um my card oh is it your card which one was it i forget the, the organ the organ oh yeah oh yeah organ abomination yeah seven mana six six i'll leave this one to you then gara yeah, exactly. ah, i don't want to talk about it Perfect. i talked about it so much jackie it's your turn at, <laughs> the, end, at, at the end of your turn deal two damage all their damage land on my card uh, i think it sucks <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there right. you go. There you go. <laughs> easy, easy, easy review. Thank God yeah, Jackie didn't get this one. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, it's you know I think you'd have to combo with something like Warrior or something. Yeah, and I mean it's cool that it's it's pretty much infinite value until you you. I mean it's not it's all minions, so it's not valued in some cases, but um, it's only control warrior if anything. Yeah. If if. Mm -hmm. If uh, and then worm guard here, what do we got? We got um, if you're holding a dragon game plus one attack and taunt. Okay, so four eleven if it's a taunt, yeah, it's okay. It's it's like an neutral ancient of war, but ancient of war doesn't see play. So in what kind and it has like a big condition because we don't have good dragons. It's, so in what kind of deck would you play it? It's priest dragon lady in white, right? Yeah, it would have to be priest, right? That's yeah. The only place I can see it happening. Yeah, we're talking about Worm Guard, Allie. Uh, okay. Yeah. Eh, nothing too exciting here, but I, Worm Guard I could see just throwing it in. Like It would be insane, actually. Mm -hmm. If you get a 12-11 taunt. <laughs> it's like, 
for seven yeah. mana. That's like well, ridiculous. That's wasn't Ben talking about Emerus with this card or something? Oh god, Dragon! <laughs> oh my god! Jacob, I believe. I believe. Nah, I will not do this thing. I wouldn't even go there. <laughs> I wouldn't even go there. Can't live that long, basically. It'd be crazy. Dragon control yeah, hunter. Yeah, oh yeah. my god. Okay, let's all right. Let's talk about our favorite cards. How about that? Uh, favorite cards of the set. So I, I put them down here, and um, yeah, that's kind of the list of our our favorites here. And I tried to mix it up a little bit, but overall, um, I, you know, we talked about some of them uh, today already. But uh, Al, you want to talk about some of the ones maybe we didn't talk about that were really great? You know, just yeah, kind sure. of reviewing all of them now. Yeah, so we talked about Countess Thug, um, Glinda. I think Glinda's great. I think Glinda has the potential to be kind of crazy in the future. Um, I see her in a, like a zoo or a tempo deck more so than a oh. slower one because she's expensive. Like at six mana, you can't really do too much in the turn. Um, so it, um, my rationale is if you're playing a more tempo-oriented deck, you know, you're putting pressure on your opponent, so if you do drop this on six, maybe they don't have the answer, and then your following turn, you can yeah. go crazy. Gnome Feratu, can I just say that? Um, <laughs> yeah. If it lives, yeah. crazy. Um, but yeah, sure. I really like Glinda, and I also think Voodoo Doll is really, really strong. Mm -hmm. uh, neutral, removal, um, don't think it's that hard to kill a 1-1, one -one. Obviously, the best probably in Mage, five mana assassinate. Um, yeah, I think yeah. neutral removal is just really good. And then Hagatha, I like Hagatha. It's, it was yeah. hard for me not to pick her. It's like it's a new Death Knight. <laughs> yeah, control Shaman, maybe if if it gets there. I think she's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, Voodoo Doll, Gar, you have it on there too, right? Definitely solid card. I it, it's on. Is... It would have been like my sixth or seventh. I mean, I. I could have replaced yeah. any of mine with that too. What do you think about that one? About Voodoo Doll? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm so happy about this card. And it reminds me of BGH pre nerf. And I was so mad that BGH got nerfed because it was at that point when it was nerfed, it was so important for the Druid class because yeah. Handlock was played at that time. And it was the only way for Druid to remove it besides running mulch or naturalize which are horrible replacements mm -hmm. and it's so funny that we are actually getting now a better pre-nerf pgh it is a neutral heart removal mm -hmm. for every class which is i think super good for the game and yeah. it's super awesome that we have it and so we don't lose to spiteful getting like a tarantus that we don't auto lose to that it's yeah, great totally. we can play this card and it has like a lot of so many cool combos right a druid can ref it for one to draw a card you know, mage can ping it. It's like th these classes kill it in different ways. Warrior uses whirlwind effects. It's just such a cool card. Yeah. Oh, just to sum it up for the listeners too. Ali's favorite cards were Voodoo Doll, Glinda, Crowskin, Countess Ashmore, Hench, Hench Clan Thug, and Hagat the the Witch. Um, but Gara, you know, once you're since you're talking about some, why, why don't you go through yours here? Yes, um, the Shaman card because without this card, Shaman would be complete trashed here. This card really is. So we're talking Shadowwalk. <laughs> yeah, Shadowwalk. Shadowwalk, yeah. Um, yeah, it's broken. If it works, it's it has OTK potential. Mm -hmm. It's the craziest card of the set. It's funny that the like the way they they highlighted Hagata as like the main card of the set, I believe, and the way how they showed Sh Shadowwalk was just randomly somewhere, and it's like the craziest card of the entire set. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of funny to point that out, and yeah, it's just wow, 
all the like you can build actually infinite value shaman as well with this card you can go infinite with it mm -hmm. it's it's so many different things you can do with this card yeah um the the spell the um, the druid witching hour spell, yeah. witching hour witching hour is also crazy good uh, i'm super excited to build decks around this card you many different things you can do if it's good it's broken again mana cheat you can summon Free mana, free 12 with taunt, or like, <laughs> you know, Tyrantus, a free mana 12, 12 immune, sounds also pretty good. And, or like the 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 giant Anaconda, which gives you then Deathwing for free mana, pretty good. Um, a 7-5, the Deathrattle Deathwing, pretty good. Yep, sounds and, fun. Uh, sounds super fun. Baku, Baku deck building, I'm a huge fan of like the Reno idea. Like building an entire odd deck or an entire even deck the idea behind it is very very good it's just i don't like blizzard pre-building decks for me and this is kind of like pre-building they force you to do like only odd decks but you're like still like open to do whatever you want yeah kind of you can build play any odd decks you want and obviously the coffin from the <laughs> priest <laughs> it's it's so good it's hopefully it's good enough Oh, I'm almost positive it's good enough. <laughs> yeah, it'd, be, it'd be crazy if it's not. Uh, okay, Jackie. Jackie's got some cool ones on here, surprising ones. So I kind of can't wait for Jackie to read this list out here. Yeah, I got a lot of fun ones. I think it'll be strong. I think um, Lady in White is yeah. just going to be... I think it's not going to be a card you're going to want to like build your deck around, but I just think there's so many priest cards that have like significantly higher uh, health than attack. I mean, and pretty much every priest deck has loads of minions with high health and low attacks so just chucking lady and white in your deck and giving everything in a fire can give you massive tempo plays after you've played it um yeah i think it's really strong um tess Greymane is just one of the most fun cards i'm excited to play i just can't wait to just play this kind of burger rogue style deck where you're stealing everything and then you're just playing tests and you kind of know what's gonna happen but you kind of don't uh and you could potentially have massive turns. Like if you've played lots of minions that you've been able to steal, you could potentially it could potentially be a board flood. Mm -hmm. um, so really excited about that. Um, Rebuke is one of my favorite cards they've yeah. revealed. Yeah. Like I really like that they've kind of brought back the Lotheb effect. Um, obviously, Lotheb was like overpowered, um, and so you just kind of chucked it at the time. You kind of just chucked it in any aggro deck. Whereas Rebuke, you kind of have to think a lot more about whether it's actually worth playing in your deck because in an aggro deck having you don't want to have this in your hand early on it can also stop you getting a big divine favor but um at the same time if used at the right time it can completely just win you the game on its own and protect your board that you might have built up in the early game yeah um so yeah rebuke's a hard one to say whether i think it's actually going to see play or not yeah um, i think that's a card but... that people are divided on too like some people like it some people don't yeah i think it's a meta tech card okay yeah yeah Fair. yeah it could be like if everyone's yeah. playing control decks that run lots of spells um then it would be fantastic mm -hmm. um hammer for sure oh wait no nope. toxmonger is my next Tox card Monger. yeah i'm super hyped for quest on man <laughs> i just quest on has just been like my favorite meme deck for like a, a while now and this is so good for that archetype um yeah. i feel like there's gonna be so many games where i'm playing like tolvi warden on turn five which draws you two one drops and then on turn six you go toxmonger with like a couple of the two one drops you've just drawn um so really hyped for that. Yeah. Like really, really hyped for Quest Hunter. And the last card um I'll be playing in the same deck I'll be playing Tess Grey Main. And I think a lot of people are underestimating this card actually. 
um, Spectral Cutlass, the Formula 2 2 Lifesteal. Whenever you play a card from another class, gain plus one durability. And the plus one durability is the thing that makes this, me excited about this card. So, a Formula 2 2 Lifesteal isn't that good, but it does have Lifesteal, so you are going to be able to sustain a bit. Um, and every time you're playing these other cards you're creating from your Fox or Hallucination, bearing in mind that Rogue has prep, so you could potentially prep out spells from other classes, um, you're just going to potentially be able to hold on to this weapon forever. And you can use like Deadly Poison to buff it, uh, as well as the new 3-mana 2-4 that also buffs your weapons. So this could end up just getting so much value that you probably wouldn't expect out of it. Hmm. Um, it's definitely one of the cards I'm most excited to play. Yeah, wow. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, definitely if you could get it bigger than two, then it would start looking super interesting, you know, where you just continually have it for, for the remainder of the game or something like that. Uh, really, really cool. That was uh, unexpected, but <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> why we love Jackie. Uh, my my list, uh, Lady in White, which, you know, Jackie talked about, I think it's just great in terms of Priest and just upgrades. Just You could just literally throw it in almost a lot of Priest decks, and it's just going to um, up, upgrade a lot of the the minions already in it uh count countess ashmore we talked about super good rad catcher i just i just appreciate the design so this one is not so much it's going to be good or anything you know going to be used but it's wasted on warrior warlock unfortunately right now uh matriarch we talked about earlier and then camellios i think camellios is one that is probably not you know might not show up on the ladder much but i think people will use it very specifically in events or at least i'm hoping People will use it and then we'll see, you know, we'll see a true utility card that's, you know, that's all about, you know, um, game theory, competitiveness, you know, and, and less about, you know, what we typically see right now from Hearthstone, you know, so information, actually having something that visually, you know, and very explicitly shows the whole information stealing and, and leeching and what, how that affects an outcome of a game, I think is going to be really good for Hearthstone especially competitive Hearthstone. So I uh, really, really like that card. And not to mention, you just get value from whatever it turns into, too. So I think a lot of people will, will you know, might play it just purely on that. So uh, really cool cards uh, overall. Yeah, I think the expansion cards, they're really good um, a variety there. But let's uh, just, the last thing we'll do, we'll do power rankings here, and then we'll call it a day. So last time, you know, we, me, me Ali, and, and, Gar, or, uh, and Jackie did the, I mean, we did more things, but we, we decided to do, we would do this last power ranking, class power ranking together and, and see how everything turns out. We've got pretty different <laughs> lists. Yeah. So, um, I think you've mixed up. up. Did I? What? Yeah, me and Gara have the wrong ones. I oh, think. really? Oh, okay. Let me, let me yeah, switch. I think I'm the only one who didn't put Warlock first. You're right. Like, <laughs> I, I switched. Let me, let me, let me update it real quick. But, um, uh, imagine Jackie's and Gara's. I, we literally made this like a minute before the show, so <laughs> I apologize for that. Um, yeah, between, I guess, yeah, just the list. Like, let's just talk about it. I think the biggest difference we have is, I think Mage is pretty big difference. And it looks like Ro Rogue is pretty different, at least for Jackie and uh, uh, the rest of us. Jack Jackie seems to like Rogue a lot better than the rest of us. So, um, yeah, talk about Mage. You guys really, really like Mage and what it's, where it's going to be? I think it just comes down to if Elemental Mage is good or not, which I, I personally <laughs> think it, it will be. I think the 5-5 five, five mm -hmm. is, is pretty insane. Yeah. Yeah, I think Mage is also insane. I think, um, I think Warlock is obviously very, very good, but Mage is going to be one of the best answers to Warlock because they have 
um, polymorphs and the fact that warlocks are losing a Zoth, they lose that's a big chunk of value they lose. And so the mage death knight will be kind of be able to contest more, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think aggressive mage decks are also going to be one of the best aggressive decks in the game. So, yeah, I think mage is going to be wicked. Okay. Uh, um, we had so you had druid last, right, Jackie? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I think the more we've talked about it, I think I might might start agreeing with you here. But but prior to it, I you know I had it a little bit higher. I don't know. I, I still think there's something there with, with like just what you were talking about, Gara, just all that cheating mana stuff. I think there might be something, you know, um, in terms of Druids being able to survive until that point. Um, let's see, what else? Any any other big differences here? Uh, it's really looking at the bottom. So we have Warrior at the bottom for most of us. Uh, I have a little bit higher, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm I still think that. Um, what do you guys think about Dead, Dead Man's Hand War? Is it, is it still going to be good? It's dead. It's just completely dead. The, dead the, man's because hand of cold light. Dead. Because of cold light, <laughs> right? Yeah. The actual fatigue warrior, Dead Man's Hand Warrior. People will still play Control Warrior with one Dead Man's Hand, but that's mm-hmm. not like actual Dead Man's Hand Warrior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because, yeah, Cold Light Oracle, Sleep with the Fishes, and Dirty Red. Those are three big cards for the archetype. Right. Okay. Um... Anything else worth mentioning here, guys? Anything? Shaman? Jack, you have Shaman... Pr- or uh, Gara, you have Shaman pretty high here. Yeah, it's hit or miss, I think, with Shaman. Because if Shaman is good, yeah. it's going to be meta-defining. And if it's bad, it's going to be... it. I, my last six spots can change, will definitely change. I mean, this is completely random if they're correct. Like, again, Shaman can be completely the worst class in the expansion. It really comes down to how good this legendary card is, honestly. Mm-hmm. If it's bad, if it's not, too, if it's too slow, you know, shaman can't survive to putting the combo of too, too little bad card draw. Then the shaman will be the worst class. And if it's good, then it's really good, right? Like, really good. One of the best decks. All right. Well, uh, why don't we wrap up, guys? I think that was good. I finally changed after after we were like done now, but. Um... Overall, you guys happy about all the cards? Like, what do you guys think? Just power level, just general balance. Gen- last thoughts on pre-release before the actual thing comes out tomorrow. I think overall, the power level of this set is relatively low. But mm-hmm. I think maybe it's that's intentional. It's the first after the rotation. You, they didn't want to throw anything too crazy. I mean, I, I we do have some crazy stuff in here, but I think... As expansions go, I feel like it's it's lower in power level than what we've seen in the past. I don't know if you guys agree. Uh, Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gara. <laughs> yeah, I think I agree as well, but I think that's a good thing. Like, I think we really, what we really didn't want is an expansion that has kind of the same level as, as Gadget Sun, which is kind of so many cards that have dominated the meta for so long. Uh, like, if we had an expansion that was at that power level, I think that would actually be really bad for the game. Um, there's definitely some cards in here that are going to be meta-defining and are going to have see a lot of competitive play, but um, not too many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd say the same thing, too. It's good that they're starting off with not too too powerful of cards. I don't think they. I think they kind of did the same thing last year with Angoro. You know, like after the reset, Gadgetzan obviously screwed things up, but Angoro <laughs> was was you know relatively weak too. You know, from the standpoint of it gave gave a a lot of room to like to add a lot of power oh, no. the rest of the way. You think Angoro is super good? 
I mean, Megasaur, Steed, Stonehill Defender. Like, mm. I just loved Ngoro. Yeah. I, I, I mean, but but they're the not best. like, you know, they're not like Cube and, and Void Lord and, and like, you know, the, yeah. the crazy things that I we mean, saw Tarim, last Tarim, Tarim, yeah. Yeah, Tarim's yeah. pretty good. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I, I like it. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think it needed to be crazy. I, I think Cube still being good will be interesting to see how we, we deal with that. If, uh, if this meta is able to adapt to it and come up with some good solutions to Cube, then I think this is a great solution. Or this is a great expansion. If it can't come up with something and Cube just sits on there for another three or four months, then we're going to be complaining about that you know, by the end of three, or three months. This Did they nerf it? Like, do you think they'll nerf Cube if it, if it's months and a couple of months here of just pure torture? They would have done it already, right? I like, think they would, but I don't think it will be a few months of torture. I think people are a little <laughs> bit overestimating how dominant, dominant Cube Lock will be. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Gar hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> There's some other things to say. <laughs> First of all, I think Cubelock has clear weaknesses. I think it. What I expect, the absolute worst case scenario is we will see a fifty percent uh, Warlock um, popularity. This will be less than the worst we ever had. That's crazy, but not the craziest we ever had. The craziest was Jadrid with sixty percent pre-nerf. And Jadrid was the best class in the game, and we got Ultimate Infestation and Spreading Plague. We had 60% Jadrid, so this was basically the bottom point of Hearthstone. And I think worst case, absolute worst case scenario is 50% Q-Block, and I don't think we will. It's extremely unlikely this will happen. The reason for that is Q-Block has clear weaknesses. Q-Block isn't is not consistency uh, consistent enough versus Agrodex, just because of you know you can get Doom Guards from the Lackeys. You have a lot of clunky cards. Uh, you don't have Mistress of Mixtures, you don't have Cube into Mistress of Mixtures, you have less healing than before, you have no healing replacement than before, so it is weak to uh, against Agro decks, and if we have like Shadow Shock Shaman, whatever this is, Mind Blast Priests, like those anti-control decks, then we have enough counters, and the more counters we have to Cube Lock, the popularity of Cube Lock goes down and down and down and down, yeah. and also Control Lock is much weaker than before, so it's only Cube Lock. We don't have Nazoth, and there's no replacement yeah. for Renazoth, so I think it's fine, but the most exciting part about this expansion is the decks that will be unplayable after the expansion, which are a lot of bad decks that like are super non-fun to play against. Like um, Inner Fire Priest will be unplayable, Big Priest will be unplayable, uh, Murloc Paladin, OTK Paladin, Secret Mage, Quest Mage, Kingspin Rogue, Quest Rogue, Fatigue, Deadman Sand Warrior, uh, yeah, think... all these decks are not fun to play against. Yeah. And I think this really opens up for like new decks, and I, I think we can bear with Q block, and I think it's we can you can counter it definitely with Noah's office uh, and off yeah. as well. You think Murloc's dead? Uh, yeah, because the two one drops ro rotate out, and you have no replacement. From from what mm -hmm. I've seen, you can play like maybe no. like a spiteful Murloc deck, but not in this current form. You really? lose too I, many. Like I still think like gentle Megasaur is still insane, and they, I mean you. Can throw the Grimscale, um, the 1-1. One, one. I mean, like, that's not good, but... Yeah, the well, we'll see. In the yeah. Yeah, I, I still... I think you're underestimating Inner Fire Priest, too. I, I think Inner Fire Priest will still be something. Um, I'm not underestimating it. Hmm. You're losing Talon Priest, and you're losing all dragons. It's so hard to get a board with the deck, mm -hmm. really. it's it, To build a deck will be... Too difficult it will just not be a good deck it will be like a tier 3 deck or something right now it's the best deck in the game it's a huge difference yeah okay i'll give you that <laughs> <That's for sure. laughs> okay well anyways 
well, we we still went over by a lot, so um, we, we, we should wrap up. Yeah, we're gonna wrap up. Um, no Q and A today, guys. Definitely send your questions next week. Uh, but Jackie, Ali, thanks for doing this, man. This is definitely a good time having you guys back. And yeah, um, yeah tomorrow is gonna be a fun day. But you want to do some shoutouts before you take off, Jackie? You want to leave us off? Uh, yeah, shout out to everyone watching. Hope you guys have enjoyed the show. Um, shout out to Fade to Karma, yeah. as ever, for supporting me and Ali. <laughs> and, um, shout out to Chadman for inviting us back. It's yeah, been, uh, it's great to be back. You know, I had a, I had a great time on the show when uh, me and Ali used to be on it. And uh, it's great to be back. Yeah, fun. it's like, how can we not have card reviews with you guys? I mean, like, it's, <laughs> I had to ask you back for this, the big one. Ali, you want to do some shout outs? Uh, yes, Jackie always takes what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> I'm so greedy with my shout outs. Right? <laughs> like, some for me. Um, no, yeah, Tam Angara, thanks for having us. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad that we got to come back for, for this particular episode. Um, my Twitter, F2K underscore Allie, it's right there. Um, Allie.Straza Instagram, Allie.Straza Twitch. Those are my, those are my places where I'll be. Um, and yeah, the chat, thanks for watching hanging out really appreciate it awesome gara um also shout outs to fate to Kama for supporting jackie and ellie <laughs> <laughs> great cause um, uh, shout outs to ellie's gonna beat orange yes in the yes yeah. invitation. Oh, thank you kiss yes. going down go ellie um yeah. a lot of fun this uh, episode especially mm -hmm. and tomorrow it's gonna be exciting next week it's also gonna be exciting so mm -hmm. yeah that's it for me uh, and I'll round things out. Thank our patrons, of course, the folks that you know support the show. Uh, you go to patreon.com slash valuetown if you want to make a pledge and you really enjoy the show and want to help keeping us do or help uh, us to keep doing this show uh, forever. And uh, also hsreplay.net, of course. Um, and I just one quick shout out with hsreplay. Just be ready for a bunch of stats, guys, because we're going to be sending out a bunch of different types of you know infographic and articles and things like that. So be ready for that. We'll be trying to you know tweet it and all that good stuff and. Uh, um, you know, the, the biggest point is like, we want to give you guys stuff to talk about. So we'll just send it out there. You guys just, you know, see what you can pull from it. We're going to be showing you some of the best decks, given our stats and, and just, uh, what's most popular and all that good stuff from what we see, uh, in the first hours and days of, of the expansion. So be on the lookout for that. Find the VODs, of course, on youtube.com slash chamMV. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, soundcloud.com slash chamMV as always, as well as youtube.com youtube.com slash hsreplaynet too. You can find us there. But uh, it's going to be it, guys, for now. So for Jackie Chan, Ali Straza, Gara, and myself, Chan Man V, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>